Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 141. Before we get started, the, the picture is of a young man who was gunned down, tragically gunned down here in the Philadelphia area. Um, the significance of, of, of that picture and who he is amongst all the faces that may have lost their life um, due to gun violence um, in and around the city of Philadelphia or any city that of, of that matter is. This young man happens to be another fellow podcaster, influencer, um, father, and man, um, Gilly the Kid. His son was gunned down here in the streets of Philadelphia um, this past week. And we wanted to send our condolences, our love, and our prayers out to his family. Unfortunately, all too often, this has become the norm um, in and around our communities, um, senseless acts of violence, um, losing our youth and our futures. We have to do something about it to combat, combat the violence that is in these streets. But more importantly, loving on our loved ones, our young people, and more importantly, loving ourselves. This episode is dedicated just to that loving yourself and loving your people. Sit back and enjoy episode 141 on Minds. Thank you. Thank you so much now. Uh, rest in peace to YNG Cheese and uh, sending prayers to um, Gilly the King, as he is now called, um, to him and his family. Shout out to everybody for joining us this evening. Episode 141, Uncensored Minds Reloaded here front and center. Happy Sunday. Hope everyone has had an amazing weekend as per usual. Hopefully you got some sun, some fun, some love with your family and your loved ones. Um, and that you got something good to eat. We are here. We have an amazing show lined up for you guys. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat, all the members. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. If you're new and you're joining us, say something in the chat so that we can know that you are here. We appreciate you so much. Make sure to give the thumbs up, send the algorithms up into the, uh, you know, to the, the social space. Um, Make sure to share the video if you haven't done so already. We truly appreciate you. If you are not a member and you want to become one, please hit up one of the uh, castmates. We will be sure to point you in the right direction. I'm telling you, merchandise, exclusive content, um, anything you can imagine underneath that umbrella, we got you. You know, we got intimate conversations. We got make it make sense with Nell. We got, of course, raw honey. Um, Listen, become a member. You will not be disappointed. So we got a great episode. Now, where you at? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Um, thank y'all for everybody for joining us. We got a fun-filled show for y'all tonight. Um, a lot of information. As we said before in a couple of shows ago, this is the last time you will see us in these boxes. I know. When you see us, we will be together. We will be joined at the hip. Unsystemized Reloaded will be together forever at last. So 
enjoy this episode 141 great show and story for you tonight and let's get it popping let's get it popping each yo i know we talked about this as we opened the show um let's go into detail a little bit more about um because it, it needs a little bit it needs our respects it needs to be addressed and we're going to talk about it a little bit further 25 year old yng cheese um the son of Philadelphia legend Gilly the Kid, as we all know him, now goes by the name of Gilly the King. You all know him from his million dollar um, podcast with Wallow, um, million dollars worth of gang, um, that podcast and, and what they're doing in and around Philadelphia, um, but also in and around the communities of the United States has, has been impactful. Um, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, so, um as we so affectionately know him, like you said, as Gilly the Kid, now going by Gilly the King, he has made an impactful um, statement in and around our city. Wallow, who is his cousin, also has made an impactful statement in and around our city. Um, they advocate for um, stopping the violence. They advocate for young men doing something productive. They advocate for growth in our communities, safety for our family and for our children. Um, and we see that day in and day out from them, motivational speakers, inspirational men um, in our community. So, you know, it, it's, it saddens me and it, just like I'm sure it saddens you know and everybody else uh, around our city that Gilly had to actually endure the death of his young son so early to senseless violence that he speaks upon daily, um, you know, to try to try to get the youth to, to take a different route and to see a different way and a better life. Um, and so it's difficult to, to watch the city have to, to deal and mourn the loss of this young man, whether you knew him or not, whether you knew his music or not, he is still a child of the city and um, it hurts, it hurts. And um, the two other young men that were injured, they do have their life, but they mm -hmm. are, you know, they are dealing with uh, injuries as well. So prayers to their family also. Absolutely, absolutely. And it is heartbreaking that we got to keep reporting um, instances where um, another another young life is lost due to due to, un to the senseless acts of violence. And when you get down to the nuts and bolts about it, it's definitely under over under over petty bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. People always ask me all the time, "Why don't you go out?" <laughs> you know, why 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 is it work at home? You know what I mean. And I said, because at the end of the day, that's the reason why I'm still sitting here talking to you. Mm -hmm. And and that's not a life that, you know, we want to live is being sheltered. And and by no means am I am I reclusive to my house, meaning that you know, I I I I have no refuge outside of these outside of these walls. I just choose to just a different path. You know what I mean? Now there's nothing out here in these streets nowadays but just unnecessary nonsense and drama. Mm -hmm. I go where I need to go. I do what I need to do, and I come back the same way I left, safe. Uh, and that's what we and that's what we try to preach 
you know, on a weekly basis when we come on here and we talk about the things that we talk about. It ain't, it's, it's you know, it's our opinions and our, and, you know, and our thoughts, but more or less it's just giving us other opportunities to see another way of doing things. That's it. But again, rest in peace um, to YNG Cheese. Um, his real name is Devin Spady. You know what I mean? I know we like to, you know, call people by their aliases, but also let's put some respect on his birth given name, which is Devin Spady and the whole family that is Gilly the Kid, Wallow, and his whole entire family who was mourning the death of their loved one. Um, it has to stop. It really does. It has to stop. Um, and as each said before, she had made reference to um, something that, you know, I'm doing, you know, here, which is called Make It Make Sense. And one of the next episodes that you will see is we will have um, a young brother who I grew up with who is now a community activist. Um, he's doing things not only within the city, but also he's branching out of the city to, to lend his voice and his ear um, to be a way of, be a of being change, of, of change. And, you know, when you can do things like that, you know, you're living in your purpose. So stay tuned for a number of different things that we have here on the Uncensored Mind um, platform. Also, make it make sense and intimate conversations as we dive deep into the things that will help us to continue to stay safe and also loving on our loved ones as well. Um, so that leads us right into our next topic, right? Our next topic is grief. Are you prepared for it? And how do you handle it? Ish, <laughs> you know me and you are the crybabies of the panel. Yes. Whenever we act, whenever we get asked these questions, you know what I mean? The first things that we do after we um, try to formulate a sentence is drop a tear. And, and, and the reason because of that is because we've experienced grief. We know what grief looks like. It has hit home. You know, it has hit home not once, not twice, but several times for us. Um, and it seems like it's it's normal, but it's not normal. Are you prepared for it? And the next part of it is how do you handle it? Let's talk about that issue. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't think... I I don't think any of us are ever really prepared for it. I know I truly am not. Some people, I think even when you know it's coming, even when you know it's coming, you're never prepared for it because I th think it just hits so hard um, and you just can't fathom it once it arrives. Like it's just something that you, you know, is just going to crush you. Um, so for me, I don't think I'm ever really prepared, but also I think in dealing with it, you learn a lot about yourself um, and you, you, you take that time and you reflect upon not only the memories and the good times of the individual that you lost, but yet what they may have taught you and what may become clairvoyant after that um, for you. And I think those are the times that you find yourself the most. Okay. You know? Okay. Absolutely. Um, fortunately enough, I haven't had the, 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 um, the pleasure, if that word even makes sense, and it probably doesn't, but I haven't had the experience, and this word makes a little bit better, better sense, actually. I haven't had the experience to experience, to, to feel grief but a few times right 
I know some people that experience grief in a number of different aspects, even losing a parent, both parents, a child, um, friends, loved ones. I've experienced that, but when it, it hasn't hit close to home, but a couple of times for me. But that experience has done something to me. It, you know, and one of the one of the things that come to mind is when I think about grief is I always go back to my best friend because you know we were tied at the hip. And nothing about that moment ever gets easy. You know how you hear people say, oh, it's going to get easy. Oh, you know, it gets easier as time goes along. It never gets easy. It just gets bearable. You bear the understanding of what has happened, but it never gets easy because those you have those lonely moments when, when, when your mind wonders to that person and what they've meant to you and how you would like to have them there for experiences that you may have accomplished or, you know, just tough times that you go into and they might've been an outlet or a soundboard. Um, but also too, just the sheer feeling of just having their presence, you know, amongst yours. Um, how I handle it is, is, is I know it, it has been said to me that it's kind of bad is I suppress it by more or less just trying to um, mask it just covering it up and not dealing with it heads on. Um, and that's, and that could be a detriment because it can unleash other problems. It can unearth emotions and, and, and being taken out on other people or just things that is unhealthy. One of the best processes that I've, that I've encountered in dealing with these things is what we talked about in detail, which is therapy the therapeuticness of, you know, unleashing your thoughts, your mind, and just letting it spill out. So, you know, those things that clog up the brain <laughs> can come out. It doesn't even have to make sense. I was, you know, I sit down with my, my um, therapist and he said, it doesn't even have to make sense, you know? Just let it out. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't understand it, let it out. Because at the end of the day, you got to release it in order to free your mind and clear your mind for things like that. So that's how I've been handling it. Is more or less um, talking about it. Yeah, and that's good. Talking about it, expressing it. And I know so you said suppressing it. And I know sometimes that, that is helpful, but it is good at some point to let it out. Um, and I see a lot of people in the chat like, I don't think you ever get over it. I think it becomes easier to deal with, but the grief probably never ever ends because it's still a hole you know in you it's still a piece missing from you know what I mean from your life so I don't think you ever really get over it um but it just gets easier and easier as the days go on you know but you still grief still yeah. grief <laughs> you know what I mean I, I I think I'm a tough guy in a sense um, but I'm, but I'm, but I am also real with my emotions. I, I, as I just said before, I, it's nothing for me to let it tear up and that doesn't make me less than a man. It doesn't. And I realize that doesn't make me a punk. That doesn't make me soft. It just makes me human. And I want people to understand that, um, the human side of life is, is emotions. The human side of life is, um, feelings. The human side of life is love. Um, and suppressing those things only um, bitters our heart, hardens our souls, um, decrepits 
our minds when it comes to positivity and things that of the sort. So, you know, I implore individuals to go out there and, and, and seek help. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I go out, I, I ask you to find somebody that you can unleash your thoughts on um, because you don't know how that might um, release some of those past hurts that you may have experienced or some of those innuendos that you're, 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 you're holding up in your mind that you're placing on any and everything that you come across is it, it, necessary. Is necessary. Um, I know we got off the pad for a little bit, but one question in that grief moment that I like to ask everybody is, are you prepared for it? Or are you ever prepared for it? Jen says something in the comments that, you know, needs to be read. She says, my husband, oncologist, gave him a few weeks to six months if he was lucky. Well, he was lucky and God blessed him with six months. 15 years later, he's in my thoughts, heart, and words daily. So it seems like they had to prepare for this. And still 15 years later, she still is not fully prepared for what has happened. And that's even happened 15 years ago and how she's still handling it. Um, that's the perils, that's the pros and cons of this thing that we call life. Um, what says you, Ish? I knew we was going I, I was I knew it, it but, then, but Jen's comment, you know, really touched me um, just because, you know, sometimes, you know, things are given to you and laid out on your plate and you don't have no choice but to deal with them and you don't know what's coming your way. Um, and then just being able to prepare the best you can, even though you'll never be fully prepared for what is going to happen or what may happen. Um, you know, just just knowing certain things and being able to prepare yourself for that is what's most important and staying strong through it all and keeping your faith um, and allowing yourself the grace to grieve. And when you don't allow yourself the grace to grieve, even even probably before it can even happen, you give yourself the grace to grieve um, because that's how you're going to get through it. That's how you're going to get through it. Absolutely. I was once, I was waiting, I was looking. I was like, who's going to be the first to get choked up? Is it going to be me or is it going to be Ish? Uh, I was good. 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 And so I read Jen's comment. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, just because I'm dealing with my own stuff with my mom. And, um, you know, it's just, it's difficult. You know what I mean? It's difficult in times like that. So, you know, just just stay strong. Keep the faith. Faith. Allow yourself to grieve. Even 15 years later, even 20 years later, whatever it might be, it's okay. You know what I mean? It never goes away. I'm sure. Absolutely. And and and, and what's crazy is you come in. You don't never know what or who may touch you. You know what I mean? I was able to 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 experience this beautiful man that I um. That I, that I wind up, you know, striking a nice little relationship with over a short period of time. And I mean, his name is John Barker. And in that short period of time, that this gentleman has touched my heart and my soul so much that I actually carry him um, and his memory around as if he was there from the moment I was conceived. 
right? As if he was walking with me my whole 40 something years on this earth. But if, but when you come across individuals like that, their spirit, um, their love, just their presence puts you in a safe and, and, and confident place that you can let yourself be free around them and, and, and it be real. Um, and he's one of the individuals who I memorialized, but also I've, I've let it be known that his spirit is c- continuing to help me go through my daily progression of being the best version of myself that I could be. And I say that to say, allowing people in your space and allowing people in your life and, and, and allowing people to be people helps you to have those connections, right? I went in it with nothing, with with no preconceived notions. I didn't go in it with, you know, blinders. I didn't go in it with my eyes shut, with my, with my ears closed, and, my, and my, I mean, my brain closed and ears stuffed up. I went into it open and free, and, and I allowed myself to be in a space and, and actually forge a bond of love with somebody over a few weeks, few months. And now this man continues to travel with me as my travel through life. Individuals like him, Luther, and anybody else that I know and love. That's what, how I handle it. I try to take them along the way with me and know that I know they would have been proud of me if they was here. So let's make them proud, even with them not being here, continue on keeping their memory alive. Let's read some of the comments, though. Let's read some of the comments, though. Um, we got a lot of people out here in the comments and he's going to touch our heart because we cry babies, but Belenia said, my husband died suddenly. I had no warning and I still grieve him today. Being a woman, I am, I had to. That's how, you know, we got far too many stories like that. Janine says, I wasn't prepared for my mom. It's been 22 years and my dad with him having cancer, we weren't prepared, but it doesn't really change that it still hurts. Still hurts. Still hurts. You know, Tara said, I'm happy to have my bestie. She prepared me for my grandmother the night before she transitioned. I thought I would have more time. Mm -hmm. And let's stay there for a second. Let's stay there. Because that last line that Tara said, let me put that back up. I thought I would have more time. How many of us has thought that? How many of us have has had the thought of, damn, I wish I had another minute. I wish I had another hour. I wish I could just talk to him one more time. I wish I could get the opportunities to see him. It's thoughts like that that makes us always question. And that's why we that's why we have uncensored minds, because it it puts it on a plate and puts it on a table in front of us and asks us, is the issues that we're going through within the relationships, partnerships, family, friends, is it worth it? Is it worth losing the connection that you once forged and that you once wanted to be a part of? Is that is that issue that damning that it will make you stop talking to that person or shunning that person? But in the grand scheme of things, if they were no longer here, we would just want one more minute. And when you put that in perspective and when you lay it out on the line, it makes you appreciate that nothing is that serious, that it can't be fixed. And it can be fixed with simple communication. It can be fixed by swallowing our pride. It can be fixed about us dro- dropping our selfish tendencies that we have in regards to whatever we think and saying, is this better 
for me or not? Will this help me progress or will it not? Will it bring me closer to something or someone that if I lost them, it would hurt? Got to think about things like that sometimes, people. Instead of thinking about the negative things. Yeah, we the negative things is easy to go to, but just think once one thing. If you didn't have the opportunity to see that person, talk to that person, or hear that person, or even see that person again, how would that affect you? How would that affect you? Some more comments. Lady B says, no set rule for grief. Everyone will go through the seven stages of grief. She lost lost losing my mother at 25 has prepared me to be tough the grief process. I think about my mom daily and all my ancestors. Wow. Powerful. Rhonda said, no, you're never prepared. I lost the love of my life. But my granny told us long ago that she wasn't going to be here. But she's home in June of last year, and it hurts every day. And that's a piece of my heart. Y'all got me in this thing about the about to drop two or three tears and hit it. Laura says some deaths will, will never get over. I'm going 50 years and I still lose it when I think about her. Addie said, I'm the youngest and I had to make the decision to remove the machine and then received a call later because she had a pacemaker. I had to give that order too, 600 miles away, 11 years later. So as we read through the comments, as we as as all of us have experienced grief in some sort, be it be it big or small. And who's to say what big or small is? But we've all experienced grief and we've all experienced pain. And the way we go about handling it is going to, you know, help us to appreciate, you know, a number of different things about life and how we handle things. So It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Um, Carmel said, I wasn't prepared for my mom's passing. Three years have passed, and it seems like yesterday. Seems like yesterday. Um, I, I really have a hard time going to funerals. I really do. People, and you know, people invite you to funerals. You got friends and loved ones and girlfriends and all that. Let's say they invite me to a funeral. I, I, I find it very hard to go, and if, and if I do go, I tend to sit in the back, and that's not due to disrespect. I, I, at, at, at no point am I trying to disrespect anybody, but that's how I handle things. Um, because the closer I get to it, I start thinking about people like Sharon and Frank and Roosevelt, uh, Shonda and Yolanda and Jawan, and, and and those people that I'm naming are people that are still here. My mother is my father. My sisters, my brothers, I think about those people, my grandmother who is still there, my aunts. And and, and it just puts a, a bad sour taste in my mouth. Plus, I'm at a funeral of somebody who I love and care about, who they loved and care about, which is not a good feeling. So that's people invite me, and it's not that I don't want to show up where I'm not being, you know, being disrespectful by sitting in the back or or might not be coming. It's just I can't deal with that. I can't deal with it. There's not a place to where I want to see that person later, you know, me let go of that memory of that person or me let go of that person in the physical because I'm never going to let go of their memory. But me letting go of that person in the physical is not a place where I wanted to do that at right there 
as they lay in a casket and in front of a congregation and people, you know, singing, singing church songs. For me, that's not the way I want to handle it. So, you know, if, if I've ever been invited to a funeral, I meant no disrespect if I did that. It's just my way of handling things. Mm-hmm. Everybody deals with it different. So before we get up out of here, is you want to leave us one, one last comment? Now, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. So do, do you know? Maybe, maybe I shouldn't leave us with one last comment. <laughs> this night, tonight's show, for some reason, is is, is monotone. It has a monotone feel, but it's going to open up and blossom towards the end. Just trust and believe. I know it seems dark, and I know it's pulling at our heartstrings. And you know, we typically. You know what I mean? Have have a flow to uncensored minds. We typically leave y'all with, you know, laughter and y'all peed yourself and all that. And we're going to figure that out before the end of the show. We're going to make sure y'all pee on yourself with laughter. But we got to address certain things that are, that is, that is, that is real that we need to face and we need to deal with. So our next topic, we're just going to continue to keep chugging down this, this, this path. <laughs> have you ever cheated death? <laughs> I love it. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. You do. You, know, you crying, do. Crying. But yeah. have you ever cheated death? <laughs> what do you what do you uh, um what do you account that to? What do you account that to? And do you believe in final destination? Shit. So that person who created this topic right here, we all know who created this topic. <laughs> <laughs> so this again, have you ever cheated death? What do you account that to? And do you believe in final destination shit? Is what you cheat? You cheated death before? I have. I mean, I guess it it really all boils down to what you consider cheating death. But I mean, we all know that the the definition of cheating death is coming coming to a near death experience and being able to get yourself up out of it, yeah. right? Some way, shape, or form. Um, whether it be critical thinking, whether it be being good at doing something to get you up out of it, whatever the case may be. But I did have one. Um, experience that I felt was could have been near death or very, very critical. Um, it was one New Year's Eve. I was with um, my ex-husband at the time and my best friend, and we were in the car. We were coming from an outing on New Year's Eve, and it was icy out. And a drunk driver actually ran a red light, um, had to be doing at least 90 to 100 miles per hour, and um, I'm coming through the green light. And if I hadn't have been quick with the moves and spun, we literally spun out of control. But I did that. Like, it, I really literally felt like I was in a video game. Um, like, we literally just missed each other. He went through. I was spinning out. He was gone. He was gone. And I was still spinning. And we literally sat there for like 10 minutes just trying to get our bearings because we was just so out of it. Like we just, you know, couldn't understand like what had just happened. So that was like really the only time that I ever have ever come into, you know, a situation such as that, which could have been a a near death experience because he was going so fast, like we would have been either dead or seriously fucked Whoa. Whoa. See this? You see this shit right here? People, mm-hmm. we can address this. I don't feel like the Angela said, I don't feel like I've cheated. 
I think God knew my kids need me. My ex-husband tried to shoot me. That's mm-hmm. wild. It's crazy. Damn. Trying to shoot somebody is crazy. Um, thank God. Thank God that you're still here. Thank God that the bullet or the, the gun hopefully, I mean, didn't go off and, you know, you didn't get shot. But that's crazy right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady B said, I was hit by a truck as a pedestrian crossing the street. God is good. God is great. Um, I don't ever like to talk about these things because I feel like when you put that kind of energy out there in the air, you know what I mean? The universe has a way of, of, of finding you. And I ain't the astrological type of dude. Cut it out. Believe in God. I pray every day. But um, being shot is not fun. <laughs> being shot is not fun because, you know I mean, the first thing you do is you start, you know, regardless of if you've just been grazed or you've been shot or whatever, you start thinking the worst because you've been shot. It's most one of the most scariest things ever. And you don't know what's next until you either make it to the hospital where you're still conscious or you wake up and you now know life is still on your side. Um, that's one of the other reasons why too. You know what I mean? I, I made sure that I, I leave the home, my house the same way. I, 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 I make it back the same way I left and that's safe. Um, when you be put in those type of situations, you never want to experience those again. You learn. I learned from my mistakes. I learned from my environment and I don't place myself type, typically in those type of situations anymore. But as we see nowadays, it doesn't matter where you are, you know, susceptible to anything. I got a funny story because I got to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, we went to the Bahamas. No, we went to Bermuda. But no, where's Rihanna from? Barbados? Yes. We were in Barbados. We went, for, we, went, we went on a family vacation to Barbados. And we was out there. We was doing our little one too. Another reason why Nell doesn't play with the water and the ocean and he stays on the on the on the sand <laughs> and takes pictures while everybody else is doing the craziness. We went on the banana boat. It was me and two of my girl cousins and the in the in the round little thing. So we in there, nice little ride. The man decides to gun it because he thinking we sand faster and we just ah screaming. He guns it, flips flips us, we go up in the air, girl cousin fell out, my other cousin, hands on my balls, gripping them, while she trying to hold on, she wound up tumbling out, we're in the middle of the water, now, scary ass is holding on for their life, he didn't tip over with the, the boat, but he's seen his two girl cousins, now he said, now, the type of guy that I am, I can't go back to the shore in this thing without them, family's going to kill me. <laughs> so I was screaming to the boy. Now I'm in, I'm in Philly mode. Nigga, stop the motherfucking boat. Chill, chill, chill. No, they can swim back. I said, nigga, if you don't stop this joint. So by this time I'm stopping it and I'm trying to pull these two women out the water. My cousin like, no, leave me. I'm, I don't got no energy. Just go. I said, nigga, I can't just leave y'all out here while I'm, no. Had to pull them into the boat, put both of them back in the boat and we went to shore. I swear to God, the moment we got back on shore, man, I wanted to kill this kid that was driving that damn boat. <laughs> but I had to say that to say, that was me learning from my experience. If y'all go anywhere now around water, y'all see a lot of the pictures that I go to when I go on vacation. I'm always somewhere where it's some blue, nice blue water. I'm on the sand. I may not do. 
And the only time I'm out there is if I'm on a cruise ship or I'm on an airplane flying over it. <laughs> right. Had to. That's crazy. I ain't doing That's that. Wild. That's wild. That's wild. Had to lighten the mood a little bit. I had to give a little funny story because we got mm -hmm. real dark real quick. Yes, uh, we did. We got a lot of crazy shit going on. Look at this. Eesh. Tara says, I have. I was robbed at gunpoint. Literally, the gun to my head at my job. Someone came to the door and scared them off. Wow. That's weird. That's wild. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Janine said, I had a hysterectomy in 2017 and I bled out after a month in ICU in a coma. 15 blood transfusions and over 10 plus surgeries. Wow. But I'm still here. You know what? I want everybody in the comments. Um, whatever, whatever, whatever your religious beliefs is, I just need y'all to do this one thing for me. Just put God. Just put God is good in the comments. Yeah. Whatever you do, whatever, whatever you got going on at this moment, I just want you to stop, and I just want you to put God is good in the comments because we need to to to, to change the algorithm here. We need to put that. We need to put that in the in in, in the in in the chats and flood the chats. So when they go watch this tomorrow, they go watch this on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and leading up to next Sunday, they can see that God is good. So let's let's start by saying God is good. Please do that for me. All the time. I'm typing it. I'm typing it too. God is right. Good. <laughs> Type it for me too now. Put it all the time. Yes. God yes, is good. Yes, yes. Is he good. is all the time. God is good all the all time. All the time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And we talked so much about death this evening. So make sure that, you know, you you hold tight to your loved ones. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Let them know, you know, how much you, you are so thankful that they are in your life. And like Nell said, the arguments and the beefs about the nonsense and the pettiness and the, the, the whatever, the cattiness, whatever. Just, just make it right. Make it right because you never know. When might be the last time? You never know. Me and T. What tomorrow is going to bring? Friend by the name of Mont. I could say this story now because it's like maybe 20 something, 25 years old. Mm -hmm. But we was on our way to Franklin Mills at the time. You remember the Mills? So we had a car. And I don't know why we rode with Mont this day, but we rode with Mont. And he on the phone with his baby mama. And they got it. When I say they toxic, they, they, they worse than toxic. They 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 take toxic just and make that look like it's a calm word, but they them two was crazy. They on the phone arguing. We on ninety five, and this man doing eighty five ninety down the road. He on the phone screaming, "I'ma kill everybody in this car, including myself," because she getting on his nerves. That's what he's screaming back and forth to her. "I'ma kill everybody in this car." I said, "Nigga, no, you're not. You're gonna let me out. <laughs> you ain't gonna kill me." But that's right there, the craziness. That, again, we had to put another funny onto the plot because it, 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 it is what it is. So, mm -hmm. entertainment quick spin. <laughs> that was Tom. It's time for the entertainment quick spin. What you got? And this is your lane right here. This is your lane. We want you to speak. Yes, on. yes, yes. Well, YNW Melly. YNW Melly gains a mistrial. Um, after 19 days of arguments, okay, 
and almost three days of deliberations, he gets a mistrial on this homicide case. Um, and what that means, and a lot of people have been a little bit confused about it. I've actually um, had a few discussions about this because some people are just unclear about what a mistrial means. You know, a mistrial basically means that all 12 jurors weren't able to come to a conclusion as to guilt or innocent oh. innocence. Therefore, he gets another trial. He gets another chance to do it yet again. So, um, you know, they read the, the verdict. It was hung, um, which led to the mistrial. And so they will be having a few status hearings um, to figure out when the new trial is going to be. That could be good for defense. It could be good for prosecution, depending. Both both sides of the fence have laid out their 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 game. They've laid out their witnesses. They laid out their evidence. Um, so you kind of already know what's going to be forthcoming in the second trial. Um, and now it's just a matter of who's going to bring home the victory. Now with that. Does he get to come home before the next trial? Talk about that. No, it doesn't seem that he will because, I mean, if it's like it is in Philadelphia, that's that's murder. He's going to sit until the decision. There's not going to be any bail pending that. So he's still going to sit until the decision of when the next trial is going to be. And then he is going to, you know, then get retried again. But he will not be afforded the opportunity to go to go home. Wow. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, typically, I'm going to tell you, typically, and just by what I've seen, mistrials, when they're being retried, I've seen I've seen some cases even be retried twice because the person just, you get an option to, you know, plea if you don't want to get retried again and you don't want to go through it, okay, they might offer you a plea and you might take it. I've seen people get retried twice and come out on top. So a lot of the times by what I've seen, mistrials normally lean to the benefit of the defendant more than the prosecution. So we'll see how this one turns out. What's today's mathematics, man? What's today's mathematics? Today's mathematics, man. How's everybody doing? Don't get off that easy, bro. You don't get off that easy. This ain't conversations that you don't get an opportunity to make us cry. Let's get right into it. So, um, Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie's been in the news every week, it seems like. Lil Boosie is, was in the news for being arrested. Now Lil Boosie is in the news again because he takes back the car from his daughter. What are we talking about? So his daughter had a birthday. And he decides to buy his daughter an $80,000 Mercedes-Benz. But because the Mercedes-Benz was not the color that she wanted, she made a fuss. And she went on an Instagram, Instagram, Instagram rant um, disrespecting her father for not knowing her, not caring about her, and buying her the wrong color car. So boozy like any nigga would do, and <laughs> took the car back. Fuck you. I want my shit back. Bye. Was he right? Yeah, he was right. Was he right or wrong? I don't blame him at all. He was right. 
You don't, you don't appreciate it? You don't want it. It's the wrong color. Remember, I'm going to take it back. And how about you don't have it? Especially, especially, especially knowing probably the energy that he was met with as he gave it to her right then and there. We saw the aftermath. Like we saw her disrespecting him, going in on him in the in the videos after. But just imagine what it was like when he showed up with it and it was the wrong color. She probably was being disrespectful to him in his face. So well, I, I would have took the car back too. She posted pictures on her Instagram in front of the car. So evidently she wanted a quick flex. You know, she didn't care about it being the wrong color then when she was taking pictures. So why try why care now that it wasn't pink and it was black? So she's and this is again what we talked about before. This is entitlement at its best. This is disrespect at its best. This is craziness at its best. And this is these damn kids again expecting more than what they put out. Yeah, um, that was wild to me. Y'all know I'm always team fuck them kids, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna I will break this down like this, man. I got a nephew named Six, right? He was in college and he was upset that his mom bought him the I guess this was 2022. So she bought him the 2022 Civic now instead of the 2022 Honda Accord. Oh, <laughs> So he like lost it. Like, <laughs> I don't want this shit. Like, <laughs> and my sister ended up putting them out that day. So, you know, um, yeah, uh, team fuck them kids because they are spoiled and entitled and they think that they can get away with this kind of behavior because they've never been disciplined and or they they've been allowed to get away with it so far. That's why I say you gotta nip this shit in the bud early. Early. Where it gets out of control because once they get of age, then you might not even be able to control it at this point. Mm -hmm. So Boosie went on the record as Tara was saying. Boosie went on the record and that you know your mom is a con artist. Your mom is manipulating your mom when you live with me. We had no issues, no problems, but then when you got back around her. You know, you changed your ways and you started to become disrespectful. The hold daughter, on, act with him. Hold, on, hold on now, I got a question. Uh -huh. um, how old is she? She's six. Oh, oh, she's 19. 19. 19. So, what you trying, how you trying to get child support, Shorty? Wait, wait let's see. I don't no, know. No, no. She's 16. 17. Oh, she's 17. Yeah, I thought she was like 16. That, bur that was the sweet 16 car that he bought her. Right. And now right. she's 16. And the mom now put him on his last year of child support because she wants child support now that she's back with her. Correct. So I would definitely uh, take the car back. And I would definitely just let her know that um, use that child support money and go get you a car. <laughs> if that's hey. what we do. I mean, hey. Child support at 17? What'd you say? You paying child support at 17? Yeah, you gotta pay it till eighteen. We paid up until eighteen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they they got a they got a longstanding, longstanding issues. You know, Boosie and the I mom. Mean, it's, it's real simple. It all boils down to: Do you want me to do what I'm supposed to do? Have I been doing what I'm supposed to do? Do you, would you rather me just give you money or you want to go to child support? Because once you go to the child support, now I got to carry you different. Yeah. 
And and to the people that's in the comments, it was not back pay. She was living with him. She was a child under his roof. There was no there was no um child support order at any point. The mother at this age of 17 went and created one. So Boozy did not have a back child support order. This was a new order that was created when she went back to live with her at the age of 17. And Boosie was saying that you let your mother manipulate you when you had comfort and stability over here. Mm-hmm. And it's all it says now is a money grab for the mother. I mean, no, where is the the sympathy or the empathy towards your father who you know is fighting a case right now? It's just crazy. Like, where's the respect? Not even if my father fighting the case, right? Where's the respect for the person that actually gave me the life that I'm that that just life itself and and now giving me a life that I can even have these thoughts of even obtaining to have an eighty thousand dollar car at 16, 17 years old. How do I disrespect somebody that's doing something for me that I can't do for myself? That's just the of this world. It's crazy. Wild is weird. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of sixteen-year-olds don't even have Hondas or or Civics or or any of that. And for her to have a Mercedes, I wouldn't give a shit if it was Dookie Brown. <laughs> I'm taking it, like, like what you talking about? And then to get up there, he whole I don't come from that blood, little girl. Somebody should have been knocked you on your ass because I don't even know what all of this here is about. And mom, like you can get up there and you could talk as much shit as you want to about Boosie, but to allow your daughter to disrespect him like that, regardless to what what issues y'all got for you to allow it and not check it, that says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Like that shit, that all of that shit was just weird. And I just was like, wow. Well, bitter- <laughs> what, what more could you say? Bitterness leads to champion. Um disrespectful behavior is it what's she bitter about though is it the mother that's bitter or the I'm, child talking that's bitter? I'm talking about the or mother the mother okay yeah, yeah i'm talking about mm-hmm. the mother so if she's bitter of course she's going to champion the daughter's behavior or is the mother now trying to follow suit of all these other mothers that she's seen as getting child support like like let's say like, like yesterday they just court order just came out saying that dj mustard has to instead of paying eighty thousand dollars a month for his two children, his three kids that he got with his baby mom, he has to pay $25,000 a month, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But is she now jumping on that train where she's seeing these baby mothers get these crazy, crazy amounts of money every month um, to take care of these children? Yeah, that's no, I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the following of the social norm, you know, what you see other people getting. It's the emotions behind it. It's the it's the bitterness. It's the we're not together anymore. It's the you live this kind of lifestyle and we don't live that over here. It's all that shit. Mm. Can, so mm. this live, right? This live. <laughs> Guadalupe, Cologelo's mom. If you take me to child support, <laughs> that kind of crazy crash, I'm gonna commit a murder. And I'm putting that on public record. I cannot. I just want to say. I love the disclaimer, though. That's what's up. Make sure you gotta put, put it out there. there. Make it make gotta sense. Put it out there. Make it make sense. <laughs> I just What'd say you say, Tim? 
both of my kids are above 18 now and I've never paid child support in my life because it's never was necessary. <laughs> if you if you handle your your situations correctly, you know, if you uh, correct people, you know, if you're mindful of your choices, then you you can uh, avoid these kind of. Can I ask a question? Because y'all both got kids. What's up? At what point are y'all going out to get child support orders? Right, and are y'all only doing child support orders because y'all can't be with the man, or is it because the man is is not taking care of his responsibility, um, without the order of a court behind? What is what is that like? Why when when people go down to file, why are they filing? That's my that's what I'm asking. What can that be? Well, for for some people, like you know, they they have different reasons for filing. Like some people need it. Like some 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 women. And let me just start off by saying, my baby daddy is one thing that he will always say. Like I always had the utmost respect for you. He was he did eight to sixteen years. He was a, a, a drug kingpin in Chester County. He did eight to sixteen years. He wound up actually doing ten. 10 to 18 like he got extra time i never not once took him to court for child support now mind you in order to receive public assistance in order to receive medical uh medicaid or or food stamps or whatever the case may be child care you have to take let's stay right there Ish. let's stay yeah. right there Ish. because i'm gonna tell you how this works so you have a baby by somebody right it's up to you to be present. It's up to you to sign the birth certificate. Now, if your name is not on the birth certificate, then they can't automatically, you know, take you to court for uh, child support. They would have to get a paternity test and go through the steps. So that is the first step of it if you sign the birth certificate. Mm -hmm. But I also want to say um, the reason why a lot of women do it is because it's a lot of deadbeat dads. It's a lot of I've deadbeat. Seen a lot of people do it, and they ain't got deadbeat like dads. I, the reason why I ask, right? Because I have a homie who's who's I'm close with, who was actually living in the house with his kids, and I have a brother. <laughs> that's who I was talking about. Like, <laughs> kind of like, you know what I mean, but he was living in the house with her. Kids in the house with him, they married, and she had him on child support. Yeah, but that 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 that's what that goes along the lines that Isha was saying because she was getting food stamps and his his name was on the birth certificate, so they automatically put you on child support. As soon as she gets food stamps or any kind of medical coverage, they automatically, if your name is on the birth certificate, that automatically put you on child support. Facts. Right. Whether you live there, whether you carry kids, none of that shit matters. Once right. you get public assistance. They automatically put you on child support. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What it is. Yeah. It's it's wild. Like the I guess the reasoning is different for everybody though. Like, you know, as to why they do it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I never wanted to be in the court system. Like I never wanted to do it. I just did it from the muscle. And it was hard as shit being a young mom. But for me, like I didn't want people in my business. Like I didn't want to have to report how much money I made. I didn't want you <laughs> searching and checking up on me. And 
I, I didn't need it enough. Like I didn't need it enough to to place him on court, you know, in court for child support. And when he came home, he was scot free. Like he was able to rebuild himself and and whatever without no bad child support, without having to pay nothing. Like he never had to be on child support, even if he wasn't here. Um, lady, lady B, where where we live at, I don't know how the rules are where you live at, but where we live at, the mother doesn't have the option tonight. They'll automatically put you on child support and come looking for your ass mm -hmm. if you get food stamps and uh, medical assistance. The mother doesn't even have control of that at the point. So normally, I would say either um, not have your name on the birth certificate and or the mother should say, I don't know who the father is. And that is the only way you can escape it if she's going to get food stamps and medical assistance. Like I remember... And, and and I remember this because I see some people in the comments saying, no, that's not the case. Or my kids never, my, my kid's father never was placed on um, child support because I got food stamps or public assistance, whatever. I remember a law changing in that, right? Because at one point, lady, women could have as many kids and they was giving them support for every time they had a kid. And then I had to, then that had to cease, right? Right, Ish? Is that in my, yeah. right? Yeah. No laws change, so you might have your, your your kid's father may have been passed, or that that order might not have been out there when your kids was out, but now it is. I I know that to be a fact. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, a lot of the laws have changed over the years, and I think it too is the crackdown. You know why a lot of them laws changed too because there was a lot of welfare fraud and stuff going on, a lot of Commonwealth cases and stuff that was stemming. Yeah. Me how this shit works because I've seen it all. <laughs> I've seen it all. I know the women who uh, like write up fake uh, babysitting jobs and to get a mm -hmm. check from that. Like it's all kind of ways to finagle the system, and that's why they put all these certain laws in place. Stipulation. People run it up. People yeah. run it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's but crazy. The for a woman to put a man on child support is not because it's always needed. I don't think that's the first uh, reason. The first reason is always an emotional base, like to get back at you. Mm hmm. Spite. All right. Yeah. But some some guys need to be on child support because they just don't take care of their fucking kids. They don't take care of their kids financially and they're not present in yeah. their lives. So when those kind of guys are put on child support, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, that, and that's why I said what I said, and I seen people saying, "Gosh, no, no, it's not." I don't have no kids, so we talking virtual at this moment. You know what I mean? Colojolo was a is an AI kid they made in the AI lab, and Colojo and 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 Guadalupe is somebody is my daughter in my head. So I don't have no kids, so I can kind of I can kind of make a joke about it. But if I was to have kids and people who know me know I'm gonna be a present father. I'm not going to be a, a paper father. I'm not going to be a, a father who is, uh, I'm going to be a very present in the home, we together type of father. That's just who I strive to be as a man and what I strive to put out there as a father. So when I say the things I say, it's more like a joke is not reality because I know what reality looks like for me if I was to father a child. And I said this a countless of times. The reason why I don't have any kids now is because I didn't want it to be a situation where she's over there, I'm over here, and the kid is is in the middle. 
we're going to all be under the same roof, making it work and having, and having a, a, a relationship together as a family. Thanks. And a lot of times, um, I want to say that women do get the short end of the stick because if the man doesn't have like a job where he's getting a paycheck per se, he might be getting paid under the table. They can't really put him on child support. So you might be able to take him to court and say you want child support and he'll just go there and be like, I don't have a job or I only make a certain amount and they'll give him a child support for like $25 a month or some shit. <laughs> so then, well, my remember, Mont got locked up for that. Right. He didn't have a job. Right. They made him get a job, and he didn't want to hold down a job, or not that he didn't want to hold down a job. They didn't consider his job as a job that was making. Yeah. And they locked his ass up several times. So they do have some. It depends on the counties, because at the time, the mother was living out of the Philadelphia county and was living in another county outside of Philadelphia, and they came and got his ass and locked him up because of bad child support or because he didn't get a job to pay the child support. And once it got up to a certain number, they put him in jail. Because if they can't take the, the money right out of your check, then it's up to you to pay it. So if it just runs up, they will like lock you up. You can get like, you can get pulled over for some regular shit, like running a red light. And if that child support is ran up, they'll lock you up right there on the spot. Facts. And it's hard to get out because you got to have a certain percentage down even before you can get out. Second question. Would I be less than a man if I took my, my child's mom to child support court if I had custody of my children? It depends on it depends on how that is. Mm -hmm. Depends on how that is. It depends on it depends on your circumstances. Like do you need it or are you just doing it? Does it matter? Yeah, and it does. And does it matter is because if, if we stand on that path of equality, right. can we say to her, do you need that? Yeah, but, but it's different. This, but they is, need this, this is where the double standards definitely come in play. <laughs> and this is just opening the door for pop, for, for conversation. Just all of this. Nobody is not saying one side doesn't need it more than the other side or whatever. But I'm saying, would I be less than a man if I took my child's mother to child support court if I needed it or not. What's your thoughts? And I, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm piggybacking off of Valenia's comment when she said, don't get me wrong, I do believe a man should help take care of his child. Right. right? But no matter that man does, she will move heaven and high earth for whatever her child needs. So if I had sole custody of my children or I had custody of my kids, we live somewhere different, am I obligated to getting support from her? Is who I mean support from who? That was a fucking lie. <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying is he is should he be getting support from his child's or children's mother, right? Um, even though he's a man. Yeah, I'll address this as this. At one point, I was getting a check from my daughter, but it was only simply because that was the only way I could make her be present in my oh. daughter's life. Like there was times where she would just disappear for fucking like months. <laughs> so that was the only way to make her be present in my daughter's life. Okay. So it's sort of circumstantial. Yeah. I guess like each circumstance. Mm -hmm. 
I, I actually know someone who pays child support and she pays a, hus, hus, a husky amount because she's a nurse. Um, but he doesn't need it. Like, you know, he doesn't need it. Right. Um, right because he's financially well, but she has to pay her obligation. That's what I was saying. It's, it's just half your baby, too, right? <laughs> and that's what my whole question is. Regardless if I need it or not, right? Let's say I don't need it. Mm -hmm. Am I a cornball for taking her to child support court if I don't if I if I don't need it or not? No, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Mm -mm. I'm gonna say no because she gotta do her part. Okay. Same way we got, same way we gotta do our part. Mm -hmm. okay. And should she get locked up if she don't pay? <laughs> right like she'd be getting stalked at, at at work and stuff like the guys do because it's a sin they be having them lists ready executing a list yeah they wow well, you know, it's, it's it's hard when you're the when you're a guy and you have full custody of a kid that's the hardest shit in the world is it Facts. Facts. I had to get uh, full custody of my daughter. They wouldn't even allow me to enroll her in school. It's like you can't do shit. <laughs> you you yeah. can't do shit. I've heard of that. As a like father? Mm -hmm. Yeah, as like, a father, you can't do shit. As a father, they're always going to lean on the side of the mother, and you can't do shit. Unless you get like custody or you get uh what is it visitation right, you have to go through all of these steps just to be able to see your child. Yes, mm -hmm. wow. That's wow. Well, I'm glad mine is is twenty seven. <laughs> I don't gotta worry about none of them problems. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you yeah, uh, you can't do nothing until you get uh paperwork. Mm -hmm. Paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our entertainment quick spin. Thank y'all for for spending with us. T, where's my picture at, T? <laughs> well, before, before we get into your picture, I do want to say um, I saw the video that Jamie Foxx had posted, and I'm glad to see that you know he's trying to get himself together and he's feeling better. You can see that he's been through some traumatic shit. Hmm. It's like his skin is a little lighter. You can tell that he lost some weight, and he did say, you know, I wasn't uh, giving updates or none of that just because I was f fucking fighting for my life. And I didn't want people to see me that way. So mm -hmm. I just want to say uh, prayers up to Jamie Foxx. Hopefully, you know, everything is getting better and he's on his way to the other side. Shout out to Jamie. Yeah. Shout out to Jamie. For Probably said earlier in the show, God is good. Because mm -hmm. I heard that he wasn't doing well at all, that he wasn't going to make it. But right. to see him video and just be very candid and say, yo, I was fucked up. And you can see where he was fucked up because he's definitely lighter. He's definitely skinnier. You know, you definitely can tell he had he was going through something traumatic. You know that put that 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 put him through that situation. But again, by the grace of God, he's here in front of us now, um, and, and and better spirits than he was months ago when we was first reporting that. So again, shout outs to the Fox family. 
um, for for what y'all doing. Full recovery for the Fox, man. And that is not a clone. I wish they would stop. They're going so hard. What's going on? Like, you can't do, like, that's the perils of social media. Like, every everybody want to critique everything. They got so, like, you got so many people out here that are experts. Like, mm. have you ever been sick? Remember a couple mm. years ago, H, were you a part of Uncensored Minds when I had COVID? No, I I didn't start until earlier the next year. So I had court COVID at the end of 2021 going into 22. And I courted the week before Christmas, like the week of Christmas. I was I was down for four, like three months. Three months I was down in the house. Could what work no work, no nothing. I didn't re- fully recover until January 2023, it feels like. I said to say, people, you can't tell what somebody else's body's going through. I was in the house for three months. I came out 23 pounds lighter. I got no sun, so I was lighter. I was, my whole body was different. So this man was facing death. You think he's not going to look different? Come on, people, everybody got so much, people got so much to say. Everybody's experts. And these people that's talking this clone shit. Don't even know what, what their health look like. They ain't been to the doctor since they was came, since they came out the hole, and they talking about some here clone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Oh, here clone. Look, his facial shape is different. Yes. It's possible that he wasn't eating. If he was, if he had a stroke, he might have been incapacitated for some time. He could have been tube fed. He could have anything. Like when you lose weight, your head gets smaller. When you gain weight, your head get big. The fuck is that? What don't you understand about it? Got big head. You got a head get big. Exactly. Everybody gotta. So while we wait for T to come back on here, right? We're going to jump into our next little topic. If pretty was a person, is pretty privilege real? And do you use it? Eesh. Mm. A resident pretty person. <laughs> hey, now. Pretty Is pretty privilege real? What's your thoughts? It's definitely real. It's all a matter on how you use it and not abuse it. Um... Pretty privilege is definitely a real thing. Um, people feel like, you know, because you're you're beautiful, you can um, just about have anything you want, get anything you want, move how you want to move, sometimes talk how you want to talk. Like, you know what I mean? And think that, you know, you get a pass because you got a pretty face. Not all the time um, is that the case. Not all the time is that um, adoring. Not all the time is that pretty of you if i'm going to use that word um so it 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 all it depends on how you utilize it and use it um and that's a lot of people use it to abuse it who defines pretty do you think pretty is that an eye of beholder is that what they say? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder? Do you think that you define if you're pretty or do you think that the people looking at you define if you're pretty? Well, 99% of the world is going to say, I don't care what nobody thinks. 
is all about me. But in, in retrospect, we care. Right? You care. Right? Because if, if we didn't care or we didn't have some sort of care in us, we, the pictures we, we post to get likes, we wouldn't do it. So we. I think it's from the person looking. Does it, is it defined from the person looking or your own overall standpoint? Yeah, I mean, because from your own, I could think I'm pretty and I could think I'm the most beautifulest woman in the world. But the person looking at me could be like, you ugly as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you not pretty. You got a big head. Like, you know what I mean? You got an egg face. Like, just because I think I'm pretty. And sure, we should all admire ourselves. We should all think that we are beautiful inside and out but the person looking at you doesn't doesn't necessarily see what you say yes true i see nothing what people see um mm -hmm. pretty privilege is definitely a real thing um i would say it falls on the women more you know there's yeah. a i tell my son all the time like it's going to be easier for your sister to go in the sneaker store and get a job than it is for you. <laughs> Just because she's a girl. And when people come in a sneaker store, they like to see pretty girls and niggas will buy sneakers from the pretty girl. <laughs> and that's just the way of the world. So it does, it is a thing and it does work around, but it, uh, guys can use it as well. Like I've used this on occasion to get out of a speeding ticket to get extra food here and there. <laughs> like, it, it, it's available. <laughs> I mean, listen, awesome. do you feel like it, it could be abused? Do right you feel down. like some women abuse it? Absolutely. And how do they abuse it? People abuse it. Always. People abuse it because to, 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 to gain things that, um, that they're not, what, what, how do they abuse it? No, people abuse it in the, in the affection of like, if you know, you can garner certain attention from, you know, a guy or a girl, then you're abusing it because you don't really like that person. You just know that they're attracted to you from your look. So they're going to do things for you because of that. So you can use it in that form. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, like for me, I feel like I always grew up kind of getting feedback that I was pretty looking at myself in the mirror and seeing a certain, uh, 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 seeing a certain image. Right. And then going out into the world and then receiving that same sort of response, not a hundred percent of the time, but a good portion of the time. Um, so early on for me, I had to like limit, limit myself in certain areas and aspects because I didn't want to be extra because right, I was pretty. Because you don't always want that attention. Right. And I feel like it, it I limited myself in just being who I was because of that. All like, right, Ish. When did you use it? When did you use it, Ish? I've never used it. Cut it out. <laughs> I, I've never used it. I've never used it. What you mean, like going in the store and winking? No, I'm just saying what, like going in the store, winking my eye to get no, to get a pair no. of sneakers. You don't even have to like do none of those subtle gestures, but it, it could be applied to you. Like somebody's going to, you know, cut your check a little bit less. 
you know, whatever it may be. Like, you could be out, your check could be this amount, but since you're pretty, they give you this certain discount. You ain't going to be like, no, <laughs> I want to pay the full price. Here's the thing. But see, here's the thing with that, T. Like, my pretty privilege, I'm going to say this. I never used it. It just always came. Right. Like, if those things happen, they just happen. It wasn't me utilizing it or it wasn't me putting anything into play. It was right. just things that just happened. I could be in Wawa and I could have, you know, like my coffee, my Red Bull or whatever the case may be. And somebody would be like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. I'm going to I'm going to take your tab. Right. Even this one guy, like I got gas. Wait, wait, a, minute. Was wait, wait a minute. Let's stay right there. So mm -hmm. in these occasions. Do you stop them and say, no, I got it? Or do no. you let them pay for it? No, Did I let them pay for it. But that's what I'm saying. I used it, but I don't put it to use. <laughs> and that's why I think it's a difference. Like, I don't put it to use. Like, no, I don't. You used it, you didn't abuse it. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I used it and not abused it. There you go. You want you on the chopping block. What's up? I don't know nothing about this shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I I guess when you when you dissect things, who who you know who who's to say if somebody looked at me and said, "Oh, he's 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 nice looking" or whatever, let me give him an extra, a extra some some extra rice in his shrimp or rice basket. I don't know. Let me give him some extra fries in his bag. I don't, I don't know. I think it's a little different for men, though. I think it was a little different for men. As we talked about, it, we dissected. It. Yes, each has each is going to get those. Free gas fill-ups. Each is going to get those. Let me pay for that. You know, whatever, whatever. I might just get, oh, hey, you're a handsome guy or you smell good or whatever, and that's it. But, you know. I, I want to disagree with that. <laughs> I want to disagree with that because I've I never seen... had nobody say, yo, hey, you look you look nice, so here, here's something for you. I never had that. No, I've definitely See, have it. you had it? Okay. Yes, I've and, and in what context? Not but in what context? In any kind of context, like it, it, are we at the supermarket? Are we at a restaurant? Wherever? Am I just outside? <laughs> in any kind of time, I've seen it in every uh, form or fashion. Like, all right, so just take us down, take us down the road of an instance, because I'm interested to see. Like, I've never known a woman. I'm not going to say I've been in stores and women have paid for my stuff for me just because they thought I was cute. Like, mm -hmm. um. You get a certain amount of attention when you're the cute one out of the bunch or whatever. It's going to be times where it, it comes to you. You just have to you see it. A little bit of attention when you with the like you do get attention, but somebody stopping and paying for my for my Balenciaga is just not going to happen. Oh yeah, I'm definitely doing that. I'm getting that off. Yeah, I'm getting that off. How, so how does it make you feel? Pay, pay order. I ain't that pretty. I'm not that good looking. I, that's why I'm in. <laughs> I don't know. I have never had happen. What's the question? No, I was saying, how did I mean? How did that make you feel? And um, you know, is it something that you you kind of look forward to, like knowing? It's, hey, listen, it's not abnormal to me because I've experienced it my whole life. The only mm -hmm. time it becomes a detriment is when. The monsters, like <laughs> when the monsters try to do it. So when the monsters try to do it, it's like, oh man, I wish I wasn't <laughs> what, I, what I am. <laughs> right. 
Right. So, so what if no uh not to abuse it because you can get yourself in some shit. But, but right. which is all right. So what about if you were in a relationship? Like how did you deal with it at that time? Like would your significant other be upset or feel a certain way about that? Or or would it be like, no, don't be accepting no gifts, would you still accept gifts? How does that work? Sometimes it depends on the uh insecurity level of the person. So some women are gonna be like go ahead, take the free shit. And some women are going to be like, no, don't take it. Mm-hmm. It's this. Mm-hmm. All right. Now flip the script. Now you, you would, uh, a person who is super duper pretty and gorgeous. And then they receive all that attention. Um, it, it, it how, been, how are you feeling about it? Has, that? It, has, it has, it has been, um, a con in some instances because, I'll get attention, comments, and I don't pay attention to the comments, but they may. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just like, you paying attention to the comments more than I am. I could care less about that. Like people gonna say what they're gonna say. And but that's, that's that, where you, that's where your discernment comes in, each because you can take those comments and you can run off on like you can run mm-hmm. off on short. So so she could be sending yeah. you these comments, and then if you're a, a asshole or if you one or your person that take advantage of shit like that, you could be like, "Yo, you should do X, Y, and Z," and they'll do it right. because they think that you cute or whatever, just right. to try to shoot their shot. Right. So yeah, it's for men. But but yeah. you, we, get it, we get it a lot. I, I've I've gotten it a, a a lot where or a few times where it's oh you got people commenting you got I can't do nothing about that. People are gonna comment regardless if if you like it or or if they know you was or whatever. You, but people you do. Can. Something about it, you just choosing not to. What can right. I do about it? I just what? told you, you can run it up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, run it, yeah, you can run it up. That ain't that's doing something about it. But in the grand scheme of things, people are going to have something to say regardless. You can't right. stop that. So mm-hmm. it's like we're paying attention to something that is a never mind to me. It, it, I, I don't see it. I don't care about it. I don't entertain mm-hmm. it because it's just that. It's just talk. And, and for the most part, a person that's doing all this, making all this loud noise, is to be wants to be seen. Right. Right. What if if you see them or if they got your attention, they don't got to say that type of stuff because they already know they could just hit you mm-hmm. and say it to you instead of saying it in, in, in the comment form or something like that. That's how right. my that's my thing. All right. All right. No, I want to. I want to ask each. So, each, say you say you drive and you got on a little tank top, you know, the cleavage is showing a little bit. And when the cop pull you over, you ain't covering up. No, I mean they already <laughs> out. <laughs> they already out. A- absolutely. I mean, you know, but I ain't. Oh, officer. Right. Oh, what did I? What did I so ever do wrong? Like no, like you know what I mean. They out though. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like if if it's there and it is what it is, then so be it. Like I will take I will take whatever comes my way. Unless if I'm with somebody, that's why I was asking y'all. Like, what are you doing if you are with somebody that's pretty? So let's say she gets gifts or she gets free stuff. Are y'all feeling the kind of way about that? Like, is that is it there? Is there a line that should be drawn? Like. If I yeah. let's just say I was in a relationship or whatever, and my significant other say, "No, I don't want you taking 
free coffee from a, a from a dude oh, at Wawa. I don't care about that, and I hope you don't care about that. This I don't care about that. Like, I hope you don't care about that. Yeah, that's crazy shit. Like, but let's say let's say let's say I got a let's say my 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 lady and somebody's admiring her and he buys her a car. Thanks, because I'm a drive it. <laughs> that's a little far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> It is. We're not no. going our brain over shit that we can't control. Yeah, that's crazy. But at the end of the day, it's like, all right, he want to buy shit like that. Let's drive the car. Are you car. really? Are you really saying that now? No, he he pied right now. <laughs> now you gotta be. You gotta be pondering. Are you? Are you? Listen to me, pondering. Are you pondering? Are you thinking hard? Are you pondering? Oh, yeah. Like you, you really. Yeah, because like I don't know if I believe you fully. If your girl came car. home and said, "Um, honey, I just got this car from this guy. He really yeah, we're not having that conversation. Gorgeous. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I'm talking shit because if, if she come home with a fucking car, she, she her and the car gotta go because you shouldn't talk. No. <laughs> See, here we go now. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. So it is difficult. Maybe not Wawa coffee. Yeah, like you might not feel a way about Wawa but coffee. Look, or one thing I will or... say this, right? If I think she fly, it's gonna be other niggas that think she fly, and that's why I'm with it because I think she fly. So I'm gonna. It's gonna be dudes that's going to like her. It's gonna be dudes that think she's sexy. Dudes that think she got a fat butt or whatever the case may be. I think it. So I know it's no. other niggas think it too. But I'm not that insecure. That I don't in the chat now. Huh? You got a question in the chat now. What's the question? Who asked me a question? Say, can your girl accept gifts? Can your girl accept gifts? What kind of gifts? That's what I I don't see. Look, this thing. I don't accept gifts. Right? So, because I got. I'm not going to accept the gift because I, I want to I want to respect her, right? Because I know what's going to come with that gift. It's going to be expectations, right? But what if what if it's a t-shirt though? Now you ain't taking a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm taking a t-shirt. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the gift. So it depends on the yeah, gift. Yeah, it depends on the gift. If somebody give me a t-shirt, yo, I'm a rock the t-shirt. I'm gonna wear the t-shirt. But if somebody give her a t-shirt, I'm not going to be tripping. I don't. I'm going to say every so, time she, um, who gave you that? What if it's a cell phone? Fuck is you getting a cell phone for? Like <laughs> wow, like no, cell... you, know, you know how you know how niggas be scamming, so they got like four or five phones that they just sell it or whatever. They ain't paying for them shit, so they just give them away to a little cute girl. So it, it happened to me, your girl was the cute girl. Now, how you feeling? This the thing. At some point, it's now a nigga can offer you something, but it's up to you to take it. No, she mm-hmm. took the phone. Are you mad? Yeah, fuck is you taking phones for? I could have bought you a phone. It's a free phone, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like you, know, you just said. No, no, no. Hold up, hold up. Let's talk over for a minute. If me and her had that relationship to, I mean, had a situation where it's understood that this is just what it is and ain't nothing, and I, it's except gifts. If she says, no, I trust you, you can accept a gift. I'm gonna give her the same leeway because we trust each other. If, if if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. But if it ain't good for her, it ain't good for me. All right, Ish, are you eating my extra fries? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> what does that mean? You want extra fries? I mean, the girl thought like, some extra fries. Are you going to eat it? I do. I do feel like this though. I do feel like it really all depends on how far of the gift fries, extra little somethings. Yeah. Um, but I think when we start getting into the higher monetary of gifts, like the higher value gifts, that it could necessarily be, you know, something attached to that, even if it's just in thought, and it could get sticky if it is accepted. So I, I do feel like that. But yeah, if she busts you down with some fries, baby, we eating those. Eating fries. I don't know because that people give me gifts, man. <laughs> right and that's cool and, and that's cool and I think too like if, if you're coming into a relationship or a situation and, and people know that and y'all have y'all boundaries and things that y'all accept you know what I mean about each other and know about each other then it's all good like you know what I mean but your, your person will feel comfortable because they know ahead of time like okay well he get gifts Right. And uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I can guess too. Like, you know what I mean? It could, that's how she might feel. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> if the gifts come to me, like, if somebody mail me a gift or something, what you want me to do? Send it back? Right. Now, let me ask you something. Does it matter if it's randoms? Like, you know, individual is giving you gift, or if, you, or if you're getting gifts from people that you have a history no, with already? Random. This is randoms. Just randoms. Okay. I guess yeah. fucking cute because I ain't got no randoms. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. No, I ain't got no randoms either. Shout out to so T for good. randoms. Yeah. Shout out to T for having all the randoms and getting all the gifts. All the good gifts. <laughs> I'm just saying I get gifts. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. What you want me to do? That's the Leo thing. We ain't got them privileges. Yeah, the cancer and the Leos. We ain't, you ain't got it like that, you know. <laughs> you got to change your energy, man. <laughs> Not change the energy. Change Not change energy. the energy. But, too, I feel like that Are, could very well be it. The energy. No, so that could be it, though. Would you right. accept the gift? Which, on a, you being in a relationship, would you still accept the gifts? What you want me to do with the gift? Yeah, I'm saying yeah. I'm <laughs> saying yeah. That's what I'm saying. He already said yeah. But what if he had a problem with the gift? What if who got a problem with the gift? Your girl. Your girl. You in a relationship? Are you the gift? Huh? Are you? Are is you she replacing the gift? <laughs> if she's not replacing the gift, I'm keeping the gift, dog. It's a gift. It's a gift? <laughs> Yes, I believe in Italian laws. You don't shoot the gift horse in the mouth, man. Somebody gives you a gift, you take the gift, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm mindful. I don't. I don't take many gifts. I'll take some coffee, but I ain't taking many gifts because motherfuckers don't know how to act. Right. Lady take B. a gift, and I gotta be responsible for gifts. some shit. No, don't get gifts, Lady B. <laughs> no, we <I> guess. <laughs> we highlighted on, on on a sneaker show before when I ain't got no birthday gifts. Stop it! I don't get gifts. I, I got sneaker gifts. But pretty privileges is a thing. Pretty privileges is a thing, and I think we all use it. We can't say we no, don't. No, we, we play no, up the fire. We play. No, up. no, no. I got sneaker gifts. I'm supposed to get the sneakers back. 
Can you teach me some secrets then? <laughs> I need a, a tool per. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. You put them in your collection? Right! <laughs> <laughs> It's time for ideology, people. It's crazy. Dating for marriage. What's up? What's this about, say? All right. Um, on Thursday, we did discuss this, and I did say that I was totally against this concept. But I do want to say that I thought about it so much, and I'm I'm still against the concept, but I'm not against the purpose. Okay. So I do believe that you should, you know, be dating and, you know, certain circumstances, like, I feel like your reasoning behind the statement is what's most important. So if you're a person that um, loves love, and this is something that you want, like, you want to be married, then that's different from just being jaded because somebody hurt your feelings or you feel like you got played. So now you're moving in a different energy, like, oh, I'm not going to let these niggas use me, or I'm not going to just be out here fucking such and such because of what happened to you in your past. I believe that uh, your energy or your intentions or whatever your motives are in the statement is what matters. That's how I see it. So I think let's re, let's let's we talked about this in detail on Thursday, the three of us. So recap the audience on exactly where it came from and and the the legitimate. I mean the the validity of what this what we're talking. About. I've seen multiple girls just posted them on Facebook, and a lot of them are jaded because they feel like they've been used and abused, and they feel like, um, I don't want to be looked at as a whore, um, I don't want to be hurt anymore. Whatever their reasoning is behind it, it's not genuine based in love. So, ladies and gentlemen in the audience, how do you feel? Are you dating for marriage? Meaning, I'm dating you to be married. And we also talked about um, how are you addressing this? Like, am I on the first date and you telling me you're dating for marriage? <laughs> like, or are we talking and then at some point you say, yeah, I do want to be married in the future? Or are you going to sit here on the first date and say, if you're not going to take me serious, <laughs> then we might as well not even go to work for Because I feel like you pigeonhole yourself from uh, things that can blossom into something once you put it in that condensation. Like, if you just come out and say, yeah, if this is not going to be, you don't know what it's going to be. Sometimes you have to work things do to see what it's going to be. And if you come in the game with this, you already canceling a lot of people because you haven't, you don't even give yourself time to let something form. Mm -hmm. One thing I will, one thing I want to come to appreciate or want to appreciate is, is um, you put thought into this, and you said what I once felt. Right. Um, it, I'm, I'm leaning towards a, a, another angle with this because I was able to think this through, and I say, okay, I can see that point, and I can see that point. So that means that shows growth. Um, and we talked about this on Thursday, and I said, um, scrap the dating for marriage. I'm, you know, my intent of getting with someone is to be with them forever, right? Right. I'm going into this saying, all right, this is going to be my forever. I'm not saying, oh, this is going to be my, uh, I'm, I'm just dating her or dating her to be married. Because once you get married, what happens then? Right? Right. Reach that goal of marriage, then what do you do then? And most people don't understand what comes with that. 
So that's I, what I mean. my putting it on the board as like a goal. <laughs> I want this to be where I'm at forever with you. Now, if forever comes before it's supposed to happen, then something went wrong. But I'm 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 looking at you as my forever. So what happens within that forever time, marriage, kids, whatever the case may be, it's all supposed to be because you are my forever. All right, you now let's going into this with. Let's see Lady B's uh comment where she said, um, I wouldn't date a man that's not married. How do you know if a man is married material? Like every every person is not gonna show you you know, what they can be. Does that mean he can never be marriage material because he's not marriage material right now? That don't mean that that can't change. Well, I think, too, when people say that straight off the bat like that, they are they are wanting to distinguish the difference between men who are marriage material and men who are not. So if I say I'm dating for marriage and I come to the table with that on our first date, and you are not receptive to that, or the man is not receptive to that, then she no longer feels like she needs to date because right. he is mean, not into the same thing. That don't mean that that can't change, though. That just means absolutely. that right, right now, I'm not at that point. Right, that and absolutely. And if you remember on Thursday, I said a person who does that is definitely like blocking themselves. People have always said, yo, I would never get married. And then you look up and they married. Or mm-hmm. about about we grow, right? right? Certain things mm-hmm. that I said I would never do, but I do. There's certain right. things that I will never be, but I be because you 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 see the the immaturities of your thoughts that are holding you back from certain things, and now you start to see there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. This feels great. This feels good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I was thinking. A different way. Now I'm thinking. Of, I'm, I'm seeing things clearly. Right. You, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. You uh, entertain guys, uh, Ish. Is it in the stance of are they husband material? Is that a thought? Like, do women have these thoughts just on a general basis? Absolutely, and you see it more and more now because I feel like women now feel like you know they waste a lot of time on things that are just not progressive so they place those those bases upon men straight from the gate like i want marriage if you don't want marriage then so be it we're not gonna waste each other's time now as for me i don't necessarily do that because i don't even know i've been married i don't even know if that's what i want so for me it's a little different so let's stay right there each so if a woman wants to marry or wants to entertain somebody for marriage they can also entertain this knowing that this cannot be the marriage. You just know that this is something that you want. You can do two things at one time. Yeah, but some people don't want to give the energy that it takes to do that. How much fucking energy is that we going to dinner? Well, for some people, like, <laughs> yeah, but for some people, no, you're absolutely right. It don't take much to get to even know somebody. Just, uh, just on a friendship level, to have good people, good friends, regardless to what they lead and what they right, so build my question into, is this. right? My question, but, is, my question is this. So, yeah, we have aspirations of dating for marriage. What happens when you get in a marriage? 
what do you do then to those that are trying to date from for, for, for I'm dating this person because I want to be married. What do you do in that marriage if you're yeah. not quote unquote? Yeah. They don't do shit. They accomplish their goal. All right. So, so that they can run around and say, I'm a wife. I'm not just out here getting fucked so, like you, not the rest of you bitches. Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused on how we're not building up to that point, right? Or how we're not building the structures that will house this marriage. We forget we we putting the we putting the, the 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 carriage before the horse in a lot of the instances, right? What why why is marriages have low success rates? We have more higher rates of divorce than we do successful marriages. Thanks. But you had aspirations of getting married, so how did it end? What happened? Yeah, now things do happen within that that's beyond control. But are we just are we trying to get to that point just to say I'm married? And we're what not man? doing things to facilitate that marriage and going stronger and being forever and lasting. No, what man just wants a woman as a roommate? What does that even fucking mean? I, I think a lot of people <laughs> I mean, like, like, say things that just good. No, no, I kinda I, I understand what she's saying. And I under, yeah, but at the end of the day, I understand what she's saying in the in the faction of uh, you just living together and you not having any intentions on marrying, you know, the woman. I understand that part, but so what? But T, what about this? What people fail to realize too? You got a lot of people that live together that's married and still roommates. Right. What you going to do differently because you married versus versus of being a girlfriend? You know, and and, and I'm pro marriage. Please don't get it twisted like brace. I'm for it. I want that. I, I, I want it. So let's not let that get lost in translation. But I'm saying, let's think this out. Let's talk this out. So I mean, I mean if that's in- the case, if, hold on now. If that's the case, then don't live with somebody. Then if you don't want to live with somebody that you're not married to, don't live with don't live with them then. But what's just a roommate though? Like what's just a roommate? That's what, versus- that's what, they, that's what they consider a roommate. That's what they consider a roommate. So if you live with a girl, but you don't have intentions on marrying her, they would consider you a Okay. I don't believe that's a roommate each. Why can't we be lovers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Most women feel as if that is exactly what a roommate is. That if you don't have any intentions or you're not bound to eventually be wed to me, then we just shacking up. Y'all heard that term before? Shacking up. So people date for convenience and splitting bills. That's... What happens in the marriage? <laughs> what do you think is supposed to happen? Is there not convenience and splitting bills? So if I'm married to you, is that just the sole responsibility of the husband or the sole responsibility of the wife? I just like helping make it. No, make- but what I think we missing a point is when you say marriage. That's a purpose, right? That's a purpose. When people say I'm dating for marriage or I will pay and split bills for convenience because it's a purpose. I think that's why a lot of people, they have this purpose. What's behind that purpose, Ish? Is is the purpose because I love you and I want to be your wife or I want to say to the people outside that I am I'm your wife, right, right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. In their mind, but then it gets lost. 
that's what I'm saying. Then it gets lost because everything that you do from that point on is based on and built on trying to be just that. So you miss all the things in between. Remember on Thursday, I said, listen, what about all the stuff in between that you're missing because you're so hell bent on trying to be a wife or trying to get in this marriage or trying to get that ring or trying to say, oh, he's mine. He's only mine. Like you lose and you miss out on so much because you so focus on just that one thing, being a wife. <laughs> Isn't that a false reality of trying to justify your behavior? <laughs> like, you want to say that I'm dating for marriage so you end up getting married only to say, yeah, I didn't do it like y'all did it or whatever. Or I wasn't just fucking. We wasn't just fucking. It's to oppose or to please other people. It's not for love. It's not genuine. Yeah, I would agree there. I would agree there. But if you can think about, like, I was just going to raise say some shit. <laughs> but if you can think about it, people walk out the door and, and, and it'd be the same thing, T. They just, they, they, like, some people want certain things and, 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 and don't even know what it means to be right. just that. That's why a lot of the shit is not right. Um, I want to say that the thing that changed my uh, opinion on this was I was watching Nori. Shout out to Nori and uh, Drink Champs, man. And he said something about um, being broke or being rich is not monetary. Like, when you have a full family, a full family is rich. If you have a broken family, then you're broke. Mm -hmm. So it's, it should be based upon the family aspect of it. Yeah. Exactly. Everything should be based upon it should yeah. be based upon the togetherness, not just the title. And and right. we get we get so we get so caught up and we want to title and label everything. Right? We want to put titles and labels on everything and not understand exactly what goes into that. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if we were if we were more concerned about what goes into it than the title, we would have higher success rates of marriage. We would we 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 would have understood what those vows look like. We would have understood what those commitments needed to happen, needed to be, instead of just saying, "All right, well, this is what it is. It's not going the way I wanted to go, so you know, I, I'm done with this." You take you, you know when you have those type of commitments and those type of situations, you got to put more sincerity into it than just a title, right? right. I don't want it to be a title. I wanted to. I want this to be my 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 forever. I don't care about the title of oh. You know, this I want this. I want you to be my wife, right? I want right. you. Want the title? Or do you, look, I do want you want the title? Or aspects, not just the do title. Do you want the role? I I want I want the right. I don't want just the role. I don't want just the title. I want the I want this to encompass everything that goes into being a husband for myself, and everything that goes into her being a wife, right? And what does that? And what is one of the the vows that are said in that? For better or for worse. Right. Typically, people stay for the better, and when the worst gets, when the worst comes, they go. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, want lady, B, lady B saying, um, and uh, I see a lot of uh, ladies in the chat saying, "Love isn't enough," or is this even a real thing these days? I don't think that uh, love is always going to be enough, but I think it should start there. Can we start there? 
Right. Can we start here and build off of that? Or are we starting from other factions and then trying to make somebody fall in love with you? Are you are is everybody getting together for convenience or for splitting bills and then trying to figure out if we fall in love after that? Right. Or is it just starting? I think the, the microwave air popped in the microwave come out and right. you come out quick. You can't do it like that. What this what it, what has what has that taught us? What has history taught us when that those quick things just don't mm-hmm. last long. What, right. it, what is hard in building, building right. each, building yourself, mm-hmm. building each other? What what's wrong with that? Where right. wh- why is that not the starting point for anything? Like people don't want to start at the beginning. They want to start in the middle. They want to start where in the and no one wants to start at step one. It's always let's jump from step one and go to step twenty three. And, mm-hmm. and, and forgot and forget why you got why you there, and with mm-hmm. those necessary steps that need you to build from one to twenty three, what needs to happen in there? Right. You need you need all of that to help you go and understanding what that marriage is going to need to succeed. We get it now. We don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think some people like circling back to the whole Nori comment, the monetary thing. I think some people sometimes base their shit on the wrong shit. And this is why you can't get to exactly what Nell is speaking of in those places of clarity because you come off with the wrong focal point. And even if you try to like digress and you try to grow into certain different things, if your foundation starts off as that, typically that's how it's going to lead. It's going to lead the wrong way, which means that the the relationship is going to be based on the wrong things. I want and this problem's going to happen. I want to ask a question to you, Ish, and to the ladies in the chat. So, ladies, if you're entertaining a guy and y'all live together, and then you know it just doesn't work out. Is that a failure? Why do y'all always look at that as a failure? How how come something time just happened and it just didn't work out? That's not always a failure. That's not always wasted time. Like why is it all? Why is that always a placement? Mm-hmm. So like for myself, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like it, it's not necessarily necessarily a failure. Like for me, I've been in a failed marriage. Like I've been, I've given things, you know, umpteen years and it and it wasn't successful. That doesn't stop me from, you know, entertaining and being in something that might not necessarily uh, uh, gain, you know, a marriage. Like I'm cool if it doesn't. But for some women, like that is a failure because it is wasted time. It, it, it all depends on your perception and how you take it. Like some people don't take lessons from it. You know what I mean? They look at it as time balls instead Let's of looking right at it from there. the value of it. Let's say right there, Ish. Why is that waste of time? That's time that you chose to be there. You had, you obviously had some good times because you would have left this shit a long time ago. So right. why is it always looked at as the time? Right. I feel like some people see certain flags, see red flags early on in the beginning that they don't allow themselves to say, hey, listen, this is not necessarily something I can get past, right? And then they go through these years or they go through these months or whatever the case may be, and it gets down to the point where it doesn't work out. And it's like, it's wasted time to them. Why? Because they tried to move past some shit that they really couldn't move past and that was really right. troublesome right. or bothersome to them. 
What if that wasn't there, Ish? What if there was nothing that they had to move past? It should never be wasted time. Then it should never be wasted time. Because every moment that you're learning something, every moment that you're experiencing something, every moment that you're feeling something, no matter how it ends up, is of benefit, is of moment. So it should never be time wasted. You should take that all in. But a lot of people don't feel that way because they feel like tomorrow's not promised. I could right. be, I could be with the next dude. You know what I mean? That's gonna give me what I need. That's craziness. No, I want to ask you. Um, so since you said you're forever shit, right? Say a, a woman wants to entertain you, but she's like, I'm not on that right now. Are I'm you cool with it? No, I'm that's cool what I'm. Are you are you continuing a friendship with her, or are you just like, no, I'm looking for my forever? No, I'm continuing that friend. This is where I want to be. Right. Ultimately, where I want to be, and we talked about this last week, right? And I digested last week's show when we were talking about some. You can have a person that's in a moment, and and just because they want to do this, don't mean that you gotta deviate from them. If that's where you want to be, if that's where I want to be, and that's where I'm, and I'm cool and content with, and I'm gonna let them be. Yo, yo, why is it only <laughs> it's wasted if there's infidelity? Why does that make it wasted? I need answers. Why? Well, I feel like the infidelities can also teach you something as well. Even if it don't teach you nothing, you still had some good time with this motherfucker. <laughs> why, why is that wasted time? Just because there were infidelities yeah. on either side of it, you still had some time with this person. So why is it looked at as wasted time? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like even if the infidelities doesn't teach you anything, something how you felt teaches right. you something. You you learn something out of every single thing that you engage yourself in. It's what you take away from it. You know what I mean? So the infidelities too sometimes can definitely you know be lessons. I feel like any situation that you're in, you're you choosing to be in that situation. So why I'm not looking at it as a waste of time. I fucking chose to be here. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, if it if it was wasting my time, I'm not going to choose to be here. I don't like wasting my time. Like, I'm not going to choose to be you here. Know why? Because people put time clocks on shit instead of allowing it to allowing it to grow and to be. People right. be putting these proverbial time clocks that don't mean nothing. Because what happens when the shit don't don't work out how they wanted to go in that moment? They jumping right to the next person and start restarting that clock over, and they and they spinning the wheel. All they doing is spinning this fucking wheel. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it for years. You got to ask yourself if you've been going through the same cycle for years, and every situation you've been into when it, when it came to a relationship, and it's always ended the same way. Who is to blame in those instances? You are because you are the common denominator in every one of those instances or transactions. You are. Not the other persons, not that that you are. So you may need to change your mindset. You may need to change your activities. You may need to change your way of doing things for it to work out differently the next time. Because every time before that or up to now has been the same outcome. And we can't always blame it on the men or the woman. We got to blame it on ourselves. We got to start taking responsibility. Not one time did I hear anybody sit here and say, I take responsibility for my actions and lack thereof. We want to push it on everybody else and say, that person ain't ready. This person did this. This person did this. Or this person wasn't wasn't insecure within themselves or whatever. No one ever takes responsibility and says, you know what? I was a part of the fucking problem. I, 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 I was a part of that problem and I know I need to fix me. 
and I need to do what I need to do. So the next time I get into something that I want to be married into, because right. I'm dating that person for that marriage, then I know that that will succeed and I will ultimately get what I want because well, I'm well, ready for that. Well, let's stay right there now because I feel like um, this is another one of those blanket statements that just sounds good to say. <laughs> so it's like you say this shit instead of focusing on are you even somebody that somebody should want to marry? Are you Bad. even life? <laughs> like, and even if, and even, even if you are dating for marriage and it doesn't lead to marriage, that doesn't mean it's a failure or you have to give yourself the option to see what something is without these titles and these uh, expectations before it even becomes anything. Are you even qualified for this shit? Right. Like, do you have the qualifications to want to, to 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 fulfill this role that you want to be in? Right. That you want? That's what we got to start understanding. We can want everything that we want, and it's cool to have wants and needs. That everybody's to have these goals and should have these aspirations. But also challenge yourself. Like, am I ready for this? Am I putting all my all into this to make this work on my end? Am I ready for marriage? Am I going to do all the things I need to do to make this marriage work and being successful? No, okay. you know what we're doing? We're too worried about what the other person doing, and we're not taking care of ourselves or our responsibilities in that in, in those instances or those qualities that we supposed to be doing. We're not doing that because we're too worried about what the next person doing or ain't doing. We got to be selfish to the role and do what we need to do and let that person do what they need to do, and then that's how the shit mesh. Enjoy the moment. You might find yourself in a fucking great place. You start, like Helen said, enjoy the moment. Because what happens is we don't enjoy the moment. We too hung up on shit that we ain't, might not even be ready for ourselves. And then we spoil the situation. What happens to growing in the role? What happened to making it make sense and making it work together? And then I ask, I'm asking, you know what? I might be the asshole tonight, but I'm going to ask the audience. I'm married. Wait a minute, though. I'm just asking. <laughs> because I need to ask the man. I want to ask the people that's married. How did you make it work? What did you do? Did you just wake up and say, all right, I'm marrying him? You had to figure it out. You had to make it work. Wait, How did wait, it last wait, long? What wait, did you do? What, what the challenges you face? Thanks. Wait a minute now, because I want to see uh, Diana's comment says, I don't have expectations, but I do expect commitment. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Like, what? <laughs> I don't have expectations, but I do accept, expect commitment. Expound on that a little bit more, Diana. Help us to appreciate what your comment, because uh, I, I can't grasp that right now. Right, it's not given. It's not given. Like we all have expectations. We 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 were lying to ourselves. We didn't say we have expectations. We all have expectations. We expect certain things to happen that we need to have and happen so we can feel but, but, loved. But let's, let's, in. Say, let's say in her uh, in her comment, if if you don't have expectations, how can you expect commitment? Expect commitment that don't go together. <laughs> That does not go together. Maybe she's saying that's her sole expectation. That's just like, I don't have any other expectations. I just have that one. That is an expectation, though. Right, right. 
that don't go that's together. What I'm saying. Maybe that's what she's saying. That's just I just have that one. Or maybe she's saying I don't have many expectations. Right. Maybe she left that word out many, but I do that commitment. Commitment, right? And round on your uh, comment, and yeah. I see um, Helen saying we all, we all don't expect something, Helen. You can meet somebody and not expect nothing from them. The part, the point of that is you're supposed to be getting to know the person, not mm-hmm. expecting something from them. You're supposed to be getting to know them. So we got a we got a new name in the comments. Um, Team Grand Marty was popping. My ex wife asked me to marry her. Shout outs to her. Shout out to you. Kudos to y'all. Would y'all? Would y'all, that's a that's a that's a great topic. Let's let's touch on that for a minute. Would y'all, as the women, would you ask your man to marry you if you if that's what you wanted? Ain't no girl ever asked you now to marry her. Yeah. See, I don't get fucking gifts. See, I'm not privileged. <laughs> You're gonna say you don't even get kissed. How you getting a proposal? <laughs> I'm I not just, I, 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 I know two men that have been asked to marry them. Two men, Jim Jones. You me, nigga. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, if but, it I, if it was yeah. If it was love and you and you had that commitment and you felt that would you ask your man to marry you? Absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Now I ain't doubling back. I ain't I ain't being like Marty's ex-wife and asking him, you know, asking my ex to marry me again. That's that's a deal. Why not? Why not if that's what you want? Why not if that's what you want? Because so, if there was anything worth salvaging, then I wouldn't have never got a divorce. That's not you true. Know? That's, that's what I'm saying for me. I'm saying for me, and I'm answering like you know, just that in like, regards to why would I ask my ex-husband? Because if it was anything worth salvaging, I wouldn't have never gotten a divorce from him. Well, there are specific some, reasons that I got a divorce, and I'm not going back. Sometimes, sometimes people break up, and then you have time in between, and then y'all grow and y'all change, mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. come back. I, I I would agree. Um, and there has been opportunities where that could have happened and it just didn't. So if there if there is no progression and no growth, then no, I'm good. I don't under, I don't be getting it. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Lady V, I, we love this, we love the comments, we love your energy, we love how you interact. But please help us to make this understandable. He got to want me more than I want him. How the fuck is that equal? So he got to want you more than you want him. Where's the balance at? So in order for this man, for you to marry somebody, he's got to want you more than you want him. So is he not going to feel that? Is he not going to feel that what he's given ain't being reciprocated in in the same fashion? So he's not going to be given of himself all to you? I I, I just be honest. I don't need... I'm tongue-tied. Help me understand. (laughs) Why is it happening? like that why can it never be a equality type of thing where we right. want each other equally i want you you want me let's do it next when a man finds a good wife he finds favor with the lord i love this i love the quote to the bible let's quote another bible verses thou shall not sleep with each other before marriage but y'all don't <laughs> So is we going to quote Bible verses when it sounds convenient to do, or are we going to live these Bible verses truly and understandably every day of our life? Like that, that blows me when people go to Bible verses and say things to, to legitimize their comment or their thought process 
But in the grand scheme of things of life, we ain't following that book. Um, Helen. We're not following I, that book. Hold on, hold on now, Helen. I learned not to expect anything from my significant other because I also learned that everybody has fucking choices. So either you're going to choose to do something or you're not going to choose to do it. I can't expect anything because I'm setting myself up for failure <laughs> with all these fucking expectations. So I leave it in your hands to make a choice the same way how it's in my hands to make a choice. I don't, I'm off the expectation shit. Like, like, dude, this is this show right here, and every week when we talk, and can can y'all see the divide that is out there? And we talked about this this earlier in the show, how we we bring forth these conversations to kind of bridge the gap, because you hear you have two gentlemen here that's speaking and saying, "Yo, that's crazy, that's wild, that's kind of not like whatever how we think." Then we hear the woman speaking, and y'all have y'all thoughts. Like, do we ever, like, then go back and digest what we've been saying and saying, you know what, maybe I need to concentrate my mind on something different or maybe I need to tell her my thoughts to a different expectation because where I'm at with it right now is just not common sense. It's just right. not it's not getting us nowhere. It's continuous to push us further, further apart. Like, when do we say, all right, my past failures should be the leading my lead for my new gains. We felt that this several times we've been out of relationships. We've been in relationships. We didn't, they didn't work or they didn't go where we wanted them to go. So allow those things that didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen, be your guide to fixing it in the futures for your next partner. But no, we want to sit here and say expectations, commitment, this, that, that, instead of saying, you know what? The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to change me before I can try to change anybody right. else. Or the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take hold of myself so I know what I'm giving forth. So I'm so I know what I am going to accept and what I'm not going to be accepting of, what I'm able to give and what I'm not able to give, and explain that to my partner. So right, but first you understand gotta... if you are ready for what you're ready for, what you asking for, or say you're ready for. And if not, you then grow into the role because you're with someone who understands what they have. And now they say, we're a work in progress, but we're a work in progress together. Um, but first, a person I mean, has to know and understand what's going on with them to know that they're wrong to say, hey, I got to fix it. If that person is not acknowledging their faults or not acknowledging where they're wrong, it's never going to be exactly what you said now, because they're never going to be able to take that accountability because they don't see nothing wrong with them. Like they see um, them moving in perfect light. I get it. But that's the conversation that we need to right. start. Before we jump Diana. off the porch. I don't think commitment and choices are the same thing. I think commitment is like responsibilities. I don't want to, I don't want to be your responsibility. I want to be your choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I definitely don't want to be somebody's responsibility. Is that what you said? Responsibility? <laughs> right? Is that what you said? Responsibility? Oh, I definitely want to be somebody's choice, not responsibility. Yeah, I want to be your choice. I don't want to be your responsibility. 
Right. No, right. why are you freezing up over there, dog? <laughs> but um, why would anybody like look at someone in a relationship as a responsibility by by providing for them in a certain light? Is that where the responsibility comes into play? Because I've um, never not once seen that referenced. Yeah, because people put responsibility, like if you're my boyfriend now, then they feel like you should be responsible for me. If you're my husband, wife, whatever hell may be, son, father, they feel like that is your responsibility. So whatever the title is, if you have a title now, you are now, that's, that's how they Right. Now, you know, you're responsible. I don't, I stop looking at shit like that. Right. I was going to say, because that takes a lot of energy to, to focus <laughs> on, on that. Like, it, it, why can't we just be in accordance with one another and moving and living and, and learning and loving and growing? Why we have to place on this one? Oh, now I'm your chick, so you got to be responsible for me. Right. Oh, I can't. <laughs> that's a lot. And that's a lot for the other person to think of, because then if that person is not living up to this alleged expectation of, Oh, he's not responsible for me, then I got a problem with that. That's creating more beef and, and using up more energy. That shit is weird. Thanks. Oh, you are you alive over there? <laughs> yeah, I had to get a little bath. I was I was part. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that um exhortation um responsibility shit. I'm off that. Yeah, we're not dealing with kids, but we still dealing with different entities that don't know us. Like, can we stop with the can we stop <clears throat> trying to dumb it down to that point where, all right, I'm not dealing with a kid, but you dealing with somebody who don't know you. So if you don't know them, then aren't it's your responsibility to teach them everything about you that you can? Show them everything about you that you can so y'all can know what you fucking dealing with. Like, why do y'all look at things as, oh, I'm not dealing with a kid? No, you're not dealing with a kid, but you're dealing with somebody who's not you. So let me ask you a question. Who is the nearest, dearest thing to you other than yourself? Your offspring, your kid, right? Or your parent. Those are the two people who know you probably the best, right? Don't you teach your kids things? Why? Because you want them to know exactly what you need them to know so they can understand what you like and don't like. Don't you talk to your, your friends and don't you tell your friends things that can help them understand exactly who they're dealing with in this relationship, partnership, and friendship? You tell them all the little dirty secrets and you tell them all the intricacies that are you. But you don't take that same stance with your mate. You, you, you hold things back but you can communicate with real friends who's talking about you behind your back to other motherfuckers. You can tell them everything. You can tell everything and everything to everybody, but to make the person that you sleeping with, laying down with, have aspirations of marrying and wanting to be with, you don't want to share nothing with them. That's going to help them get to know you better and tr and and give you more of what you need. Where? Can somebody tell me what accountability means and uh, commitment? Can somebody say what accountability means in commitment? Right. So because because we made a commitment to each other, or however that plays out, tell me where what is my what does my accountability look like? What should be my accountability? 
Oh, well, I mean, I just think accountability just in, in any form or fashion, you know, recognizing where you are at fault and being able to take holds of your wrong and your errors and trying to make it right. Whether you can fully do it in, in the snap of a finger or whether you have to work towards doing it. Acknowledgement is first and foremost. Being able to acknowledge where you fall short in some aspect. What are all those things? What? The choice. They all a choice, right? Right. Right. <laughs> all a choice. Some people choose not to see their faults, therefore they can't take accountability. Not even they choose if I, not to see that. Not, not even if I choose not to see if it's a fault or not. I'm making yeah. a choice to do it. Yes or no. It's real simple. It's real simplified. I'm making a choice. Like, it's not my responsibility because we have a commitment or whatever. It's not my responsibility, none of that, to make sure you're good. That I'm making a choice to do this shit. I'm not mm -hmm. held responsible for that. I'm choosing to do that. Mm -hmm. It ain't accountability. It ain't commitment. It's fucking choices. We all have fucking choices every day. You choose to get up and go to work every day. Yep. Everything you do, you choose to do. I'll be lost. We'll be done. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Somebody pissed you off now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I just get so I just get so young mean when 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 we just can't come to an understanding that like we both got responsibilities to ourselves. And to the greater good of this relationship by being in tune with what's going on on all, all facets, right? We all ever-changing. Look at the world we live in. Everything is coming at us fast. Uh, all things that everything is uh, everything is coming at us and we're figuring it out on the fly. So knowing that, why are we not then talking to our mates and saying, yo, this is where I'm at with it right now. Or this is what I need at this moment. Like, we, we y'all want people to be rocket scientists, and, and figuring things out when it's just a simple, like, yo, this is what I need you to do right now. And just be like, all right, babe, I got you. And if you got them, you got them. If you don't, you don't. And 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 and, and being able to understand that. We all preach this communication shit, but it seems like when when it's time to communicate, we lose the we lose the understanding of what you said you really wanted. Oh, I want to communicate, but then you can't tell me nothing about you. Which you can't tell me how to love you because you don't think you should do that, because I ain't no kid. The fuck is that? That's communication at the at its dumbest form. My for my forever mean if my if I ever say yo, what the fuck do you need from me? I'm gonna say yo, I need you to do this. Simple. And take it. Don't don't try to find a a a, a feeling within yourself like I don't you just do it. It's going if it's going to add value to what you and that person got going on. Where's the where's the disharmony at? Where's the discord at? It should just be like, all right, cool. This is what my partner said they need, they want. Let me figure it out. Let me move. Solid. And I ain't saying it's going to happen overnight. It might take you a few days to be like, all right, I see they ain't feelings right now. Let me let them digest that for a minute. And let me come back when we both had a level plan, head, a, a level plan fill in our heads to say, all right, how that made you feel? You felt like this? Oh, all right. Cool. But I'm just thinking... And I and I true and I you know what I did some thinking, and I realized I, I 
I realized I might have fucked that up a little bit. Or I realized what you were saying. Or boom, 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 boom. We all right, boom. We moving, we we we, we fucking still no, still. No, I don't know how we always end up at this point of I'm telling the person and they're not listening. All right, you <laughs> tell the person and they hear you and they're not listening. Now you have a choice to make. But take, 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 take. Who said they're not listening? People move when they understand what they then digested, right? Just because you eat a cheesesteak right now and I eat a cheesesteak the same time you do don't mean I'm shitting the same time you are. It's coming out of me when it's coming out of me and it's coming out of you when it's coming out of you. It You got to give the person time. We all come from different aspects, different walks of life, different mindsets. We might not process information the same, but if you love that person and you have something with them, allow them to figure it out. Allow them to. They will figure it out at some point. I ain't saying they're going to figure it out 18 years from now. That's crazy. But if they love you and you love them, let them figure it out because it might be too late. You walked away and they'd be like, damn, I, I, I really was getting it. I was just trying to whatever. They're lost too bad. So sad. All right, cool. But now you're starting out with somebody else and you're trying to make them get it. And you know what you're doing? You're right back on that rat wheel. You're spinning your fucking wheels again and again and again and again and again. Now you five or six boyfriends in and you're still single. Or you're right back where you started at. Why? Why? Because I'm dating to get married, dog. <laughs> nah, because they date and not tell nobody nothing. They date and not tell nobody nothing. And then when you tell them something, you tell them when you're in your upset, your upset thoughts. So you tell them something because you upset, and now you and your feelings because you upset. So you directing your comments to them, but you moving because you're upset, not moving wait, with sort of. Wait, all right, wait. I'm in a good place right now. <laughs> We're in a fucking great hold on, spot. Hold on, hold on. Hold on now, because I, I love this shit right here. When they say, how long are they supposed to wait? How long am I supposed to wait for a back rub? <laughs> you could do it right there at that moment, but <laughs> how long am I supposed to wait? We can play the how long shit. How, we can play the game if that's what y'all want to do. Like, what, what, what y'all trying to do? I don't understand it. Like, tell me what you're trying to do. It's all going to be based on your, on your own personal threshold. And you can't hold anybody else responsible for how you feel. So if that person is not growing and, and doing what you need them to do, and it's been 10 years and you feel like, oh, my God, when it's going to happen, people are not making choices for themselves and they're placing blame on others for how they're feeling. And that's not fair. That's not fair to the other individual because that other individual is genuinely trying to process it. Genuinely right. trying to learn, gen gen genuinely it's, trying to get through it, and the other person ain't even understanding that. It's not do men really listen to um digest? It's do people listen to digest? Because all like what the fuck? <laughs> and no. if that's your person, they should be listening to digest, and you don't get to determine that timetable. The same way how I might want you to rub my fucking back right now, but you might not feel like doing it right now. And I have to let that ride. Like you know what people whatever, listen to do? Like regardless of whatever, right? I love being honest and I love being transparent, right? I had people walk away from me. I had people that 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 said I, I wasn't I, I wasn't enough. I wasn't what they needed me to be at that time. 
But at some point, the light bulb went off and, and I figured it out. And that's where I'm at with it now. Right. So you got to give an opportunity if you care about a person. Right. You got to give yourself you got to give that person an opportunity to fix themselves. And at some point, they're going to fix themselves if it's going to be best for you or if it's going to be for somebody else. But give them the opportunity to understand what's going on. Talk to people. Stop expecting people to understand what you think they're supposed to understand because they in a big age or they's not kids no more. People process and got so much shit on their mind and come from different walks of life and different teachings and all this other shit. You know, know what somebody know. But if you love them enough, as you say you do, you go and teach them because that's what love is. Love ain't just sitting back and expecting somebody to do. Love is teaching, caring, being empathetic, compassionate, all of that. But it goes, the encompassing part of it, we teach each other. We teach each other us. I want to I wanna wrap this topic up, but I do want to say, um, if you are dating for marriage, um, keep that to yourself, at least at the early stages. Like y'all can, that can be a conversation at some point when you determine if you like the person first, maybe. <laughs> then you can have this conversation. But don't just throw that out there while I've ordered my salmon and this is the first time I've seen you. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> like, what, what, what are we talking about? Like, I don't even know if I like you and you telling me that you're dating for marriage. What are we, what are we doing? Like, get to know a motherfucker first and then. You can have these kind of conversations. And I welcome these kind of conversations because they are needed and they are necessary. And you don't want to waste your time. But you don't always have to voice these specific things. Just move accordingly. If you are dating in a mode to get married, be that. Be be something that somebody wants to marry. So a motherfucker can be like, God damn, she is everything. I want to marry her. Be that. Now, what's up? What's the picture about? <laughs> what are we doing? Get that dating for marriage shit off of there. Can't take it. <laughs> I'm trying. Right, so, people, thank you, thank you, thank you for staying. Everybody who stayed, we appreciate y'all. Great topic. We could talk about that all day and all night. But what you're looking at here is this is the seven months in review this is our monthly calendar we're coming to the end of july this is the last full week of the of, of july we'll be going into august next week um but this is everything that has happened up to this point we got Krishan rock capping himself off at january then we got rihanna super bowl performance and we got the big red boots that had the world captivated in the month of february march we had John ja Morant and his antics, and then we had six nine being beat up and jumped in a bathroom of a sports club while he was working out. April, we got the LSU women's team winning a national championship, and a um Asia, um is that her name Asia? Asia Reese, Angel, Angel Reese, taunting the little young girl um in the picture, and everybody was saying. Make it make sense. You shouldn't be doing that. It should be sportsmanship. Blah, 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 blah. But it is what it is. Then we got May. We got the Usher, Chris Brown. Supposed beef where Usher 
was supposed to have been jumped by Chris Brown's and Chris Brown's people. We got John Morant for the second time in the two-month period going crazy. Um, actually wind up costing himself a suspension for flashing the gun for the second time. As we all know, I changed my name one show in June to the submarine because we had the, the world was captivated by the submarine and all the passengers that were lost on there um, from actually exploding. And then July, we got, we opened July with Usher and um, the girl. I got so nasty in the uh, chat. Me and the girl. <laughs> and then we got the little shorty who made up the story about the kid on the highway, Carly Russell. And that's the July. So we're waiting to see what August has to bring forth, September and October. So we all know um, August is, what's that, Leo? August going to bring that heat. That's it. August bringing yeah. the heat. August, August is bringing the heat. July, we just, the cap, the Kansas has just released the whole on, on the month of July. And now the Leo's is running with it right now. So we'll see what August and each has in store for us. You know what I mean? As the Leos continue to bring and make their run through August, September, mm -hmm. October, November, with December being the last month, whatever. But one thing you can come to understand and love, the three of us right here, Uncensored Minds, Reloaded, will end July together for once. And we will be together forever. So that's something that you can put on your calendars next Sunday. You'll see the three of us sitting next to each other we did a trial run this thursday and i would say that it got kind of x-rated we might be shopping our sex tape pretty soon <laughs> imagine that <laughs> so i had some angry comments <laughs> um sure. i saw see the new merch look at look, look at the merch up there right he's showing the merch he's what we doing <laughs> Intimate conversations. Listen, intimate conversations. Intimate conversations. Make sure Ladies, and I can't stand up, but this is actually a t-shirt dress, y'all. I, I, I can't show up. I can't stand up because I'll be showing probably a little bit of too much skin. But this is a t-shirt dress, ladies. So make sure you get your up-to-date merch. Intimate conversations. We got another intimate conversations that he just taped. Um, not too long ago, which we were premiering this week. Um, also, um, to everybody who, who came out yesterday and watched Make It Make Sense, thank you, thank you, thank you. Episode two um, with myself and Sean Hayes, you know, the communications director at the Philadelphia International Airport. So proud of, of the work that she is doing. She looks like us and she holds a prominent position in one of the world's largest airport so that is to be commended and appreciated right and then also her way of giving back to young black girls that look like herself and come from where she comes from and giving them um, sources of inspiration let them know that they cannot just do it but they can hold these titles as well so go out there and if you haven't already go out there and check out episode two of make it make sense even if you've seen it, go see it again. Run them numbers up on all the platforms that we got going on, be it Uncensored Minds, Telemade Kicks, Intimate Conversations, Make It Make Sense. Please go out there and enjoy and consume the products that we put out there for y'all. We do it for y'all. 
Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. As you can see, I'm rocking another Make It Make Sense. We got total, we got colors and abundance. We got sizes for everybody. Please go out there and support not only intimate conversations, not only my other baby. Mm -hmm. Tell them I got my new merch. I got my new shit. I'm rocking my new shit. I can't wait. But go out there and support Telemade Kicks every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Also support Uncensored Minds like y'all always do on Sundays at 9 p.m. And then also make it make sense every twice, twice yeah. every Saturday, every Saturday, second Saturday of the month. The ladies are looking for you in the chat. I know. It's cool. <laughs> I see y'all ladies. I got y'all. No worries. No worries. The erotic zone is always ever so present. Y'all already know that. That's gang. Shout what out up, to all my gang? shout out I to all the ladies. I see. I also, think, I also think we need another trip for drink. When we when another we what? When we all together, we need another true for drink. True for drink. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I was already listening. I know we do have to drive home, but you have to remember that I, I like I might you know have a chauffeur. However. <laughs> I already was, you know, thinking of some shit to do with y'all since we'll all be in the same room and the erotic zone will definitely be popping next week. <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, now. Just, just say the truth and y'all won't have to drink. That's all. Just say the truth. Say the truth. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Let me let me line up my let me line up my ride now. S <laughs> gang, what up out there? S gang, we ain't really tapping. Mm -hmm. I up, see y'all. Definitely got y'all, S gang. Mm, I see y'all. Thank I mean, you, ladies. Shout out to Diana. She actually is recovering from an injury. Um, so yeah, we yeah. send you our love and our prayers, Diana. And um, shout out to everyone else out there. Make sure y'all go and have a dope ass week. Make it count. Make and it as count. Nell would say, make it make sense. Because half sense. the shit that be said don't be making sense. East, what you talking about? No, no, not you. I'm just saying in general, make it uh -huh. make sense because half the shit that be said don't be making sense. Since I came on, since I came on late, I do want to uh, reiterate and say, you know, uh, R.I.P. to uh, Young Cheese and uh, shout out to Gilly because before there was a little Uzi, before there was a Meek Mill, before there was a State Property, there was a Major Figures, and I was an avid Gilly kid. Yes. So, you know, prayers and condolences to all those affected in that tragedy. And I do want to pose this question to uh, y'all because this is something that I battle with with my son. So it's like, at what time or at what generation did we get comfortable chilling in other neighborhoods that are not our neighborhood? And I, I'm sure you can attest to this. When we used to go see girls in other neighborhoods, we got in and out. Mm. Right? We we was in and out. It wasn't no, you know what I mean, too much of the chilling because we ain't know nobody. You know, you was real cognizant of that. All right. I'm just changed. People is, and, but it's so wicked out here. So you would be thinking. That's what I'm Time not changed for the better. So <laughs> they think that this is a thing. This is not a thing. This is not a thing, and I'm not, and yes, you should be able to go wherever you want to go. But life shows you that that's not the case. Trayvon Martin should have been able to go to the store and get a, a pack of Skittles. That's not life. Not life. <laughs> that's not life. That's why I'm so not quick to tell people where I'm at or where I'm going. 
You know what I mean? It's just at, at what benefit is that to you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let me ask y'all something. All growing up in Southwest, like we did back in the day, we never ventured off into other neighborhoods, right? But if you did, was it because you knew someone? Yeah, right. And you was mindful. Mm-hmm. And you was mindful. And I'm not putting any blame on anybody because, yes, at 25, you know, you be outside. Yeah, that's not. That's not a that's not a reality. Yes, at 25 you be outside. But when I was 25 and I was outside, I was certain places. Yep. And if I was 25 and outside, I had my car, I was in and out, picking a shorty up or whatever, and going back to some safe place where I knew where I was at. Mm-hmm. But things are so different. Like everybody's gotta show everything. Like back in the day, we never showed our money. We never did that. Everybody want to flash their money. Everybody want to tell you where they at. We never dropped our locations. People doing that now and just, it's just so, everybody says that they don't tell their business, but everybody tell their business. Like telling your business is like a fad. It's like a, a thing to do now. Like everybody has to say where they at and who they with and what they doing and why they, everything is so, everything is for everybody's for everybody to consume and you not to have a good time. Like, I see people taking pictures and posting where they at and doing more than that than having a good time. They so they so carried on with showing the world what they're doing instead of just going out there and enjoying life. Shout out to Tara, though. Tara, shout out to you. You went, She went to go see the Book of Hove exhibit and she shared a million and one pictures of the exhibit. Thank you for being in tune with the culture. Thank you for allowing us to sh- to experience that ex- that experience with you through those pictures. Um, and thank you for representing us here at Uncensored Minds, Make Kicks, and make it make sense because you went there and you and you carried us along with you for the journey. So shout outs to you for for doing that. We appreciate it. Yo, now, so I do want to say, you know. When I'm talking to my son and I'm having these conversations, he's asking me, "Yeah, I need to go up north to get my hair done and X, Y, and Z." I'd be like, "The the main thing I always tell him: be careful, go, do what you got to do. Be careful, uh-huh. body, be aware. How he getting there? This ain't your hood, huh? How do he get around? He takes up the. My son is Uber, Uber, <laughs> Uber, Uber crazy. Okay, you Uber it I don't need, I'm 42 years old and I don't feel comfortable on I mean on That's what I, mean. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable on no public transportation. Like back in the day, we used to go everywhere on on, on a trolley, the L, the bus. Like I don't feel comfortable doing nothing of that. I'm so glad that Uber and Lyft is out here, but you gotta be careful with them too now. But I'd rather take that more than I would uh a freaking SEPTA bus. Well, I'm I live like that. Who who would have known if I had to live like that? I ain't gonna be outside in neighborhoods that I ain't supposed to be outside in. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Time for you to car too. I'm sorry. Time for you to get him a car. He had a car. Somebody jacked him, man. Somebody took his sick. car. Yeah, his car oh. was sitting. He was at college. Somebody jacked him. Man. At the college. No, somebody jacked his car at home while he was at college. Damn, that's fucked up. You might have to come Shit. to see L or something that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they 
Shout out to my boy Taz. He definitely pulled up on me. My man is the real one. Shout out to him. Shout out to a lot of y'all in the comments. A lot of y'all be definitely inspiring us and, and putting batteries in our back. And I know the three of the, the three of us can share the same sentiments when we say we could be going through anything and we'll get an inbox from y'all or a message from y'all and it just brightens up our day. I know I might seem like fucking Oscar the fucking grouch 24 hours a day. But trust me, I truly appreciate each and every one of y'all. Regardless of whatever our past relationships was or dealings or whatever, or at beefs or whatever we may have had, I appreciate you all because you um you keep us going, you support us, and the love is genuine. And I really, really feel that and I and we all appreciate that. And we was so we talk about this at length actually, that we got so many of y'all who you know, know what so I mean? I <laughs> Why are you going to buy me gifts? <laughs> I want to know how old you is, though. I'm 42. I just turned 42 on the 8th, 8th of July. So I'm 42 years old. 42. 42 years old. Let's get a block here, man. Well, I look so, 50. <laughs> you look 50. <laughs> how old I look? 53? Oh my God, I cannot. You got a baby face. Do you do I? not look. Yes, I think you do. I don't think you. I think you look in your 30s. I don't even think you look in your 40s. Why, why are you cussing at me? Ish? I'm not. Yeah, you I'm not. That's not a compliment. Like, that, that's bad that I said that now. I want to be an old man. Like, I want to be like, I want to look like I'm like 56 or something. Yeah, right. No, I want to look like I'm like 48. You want that pretty born. privilege to take place. You want that little young. Yeah, you want that I do little, little young. Mm -hmm. You know why I don't... I might not get the privilege because I'm not looking at the little 22-year-old. I'm looking at the 73-year-old. You're in the wrong bossy. <laughs> I'm going to stay in my lane. I like my lane. <laughs> Sarah, so look, I'm 81. What's up, Sarah? Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's gonna say, What's up, Sarah? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get up out of here, people. We got shit to do and people to see and places to go. So we out of here. Episode 142 is brought to you by the good people. Yeah, 141 one, now. 141 now. See, she got me thinking of the news and shit. 141. <laughs> that's just this Wednesday for another fun filled show. This is our this is our um month and pickups um that we that we've that, that we've done. Um so you'll see a great show. Waiting on packages. Hopefully my fingers. Waiting on packages too. Like what's going on with the mail people again? Um no, you'll see no. great pickups that we got this month. Um and we wanna see what y'all got this month too. Be interactive and then you'll test us again um, on Sunday for uncensored bonds. No, this is not a make it make sense week. It won't be until the first week of August. So you know, it's not an every week show. It's an every two week show, unless y'all say I want it every week. We'll see what we can do. But intimate conversations is definitely weekly, and you can catch that once a week on an, on on a, on a, on a situation that we got here. So stay tuned. Ish, I heard you on one. What you saw? I heard you was. Ish, I heard you was doing OnlyFans. What you say? I'm doing one with what now? 
doing a you doing you doing an intimate conversation, but they said you were doing yours in your birthday suit. Damn, <laughs> you know how much hate mail somebody gonna pop up there with a blanket and cover me. Like they, that ain't going down. That is not going down. Let's tell y'all, I'm gonna get y'all. I'm gonna we gonna we gonna explore the beans. I'm next. Sell <laughs> you next. After this one that he just shot, I might be somewhere in the mix. We're going to do something with him. And I'm going to sit there with my shirt off and baby oil. Uh -huh. <laughs> Stay tuned. Baby oil and shirts off. That's what we're doing. I can't. We're flexing our muscles on that show. You did? Get up out of here. Peace. We out.